0: And we're live.
1: We're live. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam.
0: And I'm the host, Paul. And we are joined tonight by two of our mainstays, shall we say. We've got the captain himself of the the Starship Enterprise, uh, Goodwill, is joining us. And we've got the delightfully delicious, dangerous, demonic... Donna, that is returning to talk all about her favorite cinema experiences. And if she's not given anyone in a notch in the back row, I'll be disappointed. So
2: oh. <laughs> I like that I've got a super long title there, though. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's that's how
1: we, the introductions go now. It's the yes. longer the better.
3: <laughs> because
1: we talk shit for
0: most of it, so it's like trying to dig up the people that's going to come on so I can sh- talk shit about them later, so it's all good. <laughs>
1: It's like, I, I hit you with a compliment and then I talk shit about you next time.
0: <laughs> yes. Me, it's a rope and dope. But yes, so <laughs> so we are um, having another episode. It just feels like we're doing episode after episode at the moment. So, you lucky guys are getting so much content out there after the fabulous peaches joined us on Friday to talk to us all about cosplay and makeup. And I thought I did all right with the makeup tub. Got got Sammy a free makeup uh, like out of it. Looks like it, so that could be Fucking quite interesting. Amazing.
1: <laughs> like, uh, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know Donna was in the chat saying, "Do me, do me, do me." I don't know <laughs> if it was makeup or, but, uh, but yes. <laughs> and uh, we are joined again by the like the Donna's cooties as well. They are on show. so everyone. Who's watching? You're welcome. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> yes.
2: We're there, like 30 seconds in. <laughs> yes. It's
0: all right. right. We're, we're, after the, we're
4: after the swear limit. We're
0: okay now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. all right. It's, 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 it's the give best you, you have. He can be dad's message
2: list telling he's watching. <laughs>
0: oh, all right.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, Donna's dad. <laughs>
0: Bless him. Hi, Mr. Yorman um <laughs> so yes um <laughs> uh, uh, are we going to parents now hi I, I know sammy sent pictures on instagram uh of, of getting, having a few drinks last night with uh mrs Weldwell. mrs Weldwell, you were looking very lovely um it
1: looked absolutely beautiful she had her hair all done and her dress looked gorgeous my mom was very much on point last night
0: Yes, and Sammy's a little bit delicate today because she's a <laughs> bit of a piss head, so yes.
1: <laughs> she drinks once a year, and it was last night.
0: <laughs> no. And um, Goodwill is making his return after, like I say, doing his fabulous episode of mm. uh, uh, Star Trekking with Nerdy Up North, where you talked mm-hmm. about episode four, wasn't it? Episode four? Episode of, four, yeah. Yes, where wow. he was taken over by Americans and such, which he held his own, so well done, Captain Goodwill. Nice. Yeah. So, it's, so just to make sure I've got the like the titles right. So it's Captain Goodwill. Is it Admiral Graham? Is that right? Of course, yes. It has to be Admiral Graham. But you got a little Admiral. bit confused at the start of your podcast? You were like, "Am I Michael? Am I Goodwill?" It's like you're having an identity I crisis now.
4: I, I I don't know what do people call me. I know most people call me Dickhead. But <laughs> yeah, is that I'm acceptable? Is
0: it? What, uh, <laughs> early Watts. You, I'm just gonna
1: call you Captain Goodwill from now on, and every time I'm just gonna salute you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's so and the, and, the, and the chat's happy that Donna's back. Uh, yes, so everyone's. Yeah,
2: by by cat, you mean Grant?
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes,
1: yes, Grant is very happy that you're back. And yes, he actually watch the got. chat
0: just in case if Grant's here. Yes, so the porn yes. links will come. They haven't been for a while. We haven't had invaders. any uh invaders for a few weeks. <laughs>
1: yeah, now's the time. Yeah, Donna's yes. here. Grant's in there. Do you know what I mean? Like it's gonna happen.
0: So it. <laughs> Like I said, talking talked about the Davians as well. Is this the first time? Because I know yous were on the 100th episode together. Mm. But this is the first actually Donna Goodwill episode where yous are both been
2: four alone. guests.
4: This home is... Are
0: oh, the oh, Home Alone, was it? The Home oh. alone, sorry.
2: That's where yeah, well, we came can... up with our um, nicknames. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it this, was this with, will like, be. bandits and... Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
4: This that's will be right. our backdoor pilot to uh, Nerdy Up North after dark. Yes, with, uh, Goodwill <laughs> and Norman. So, is this yes. where the
0: strip starts now? Is it where you promised? Uh, well, we've done a shit in the strip, and so Beth, get this, get your screen recording now. Goodwill's taking I'm it not off. No
2: forcing anybody.
0: And
4: that's all you get. So, yeah. oh. moving on.
1: If you want, if you so, want more, you're gonna to have to go to Nerdy Up Knock After Dark.
0: The or Patreon, Patreon,
1: <laughs> oh Patreon, yeah, subscribe to Patreon. Fifteen dollars,
0: little man, put that shit <laughs> in my hand. Hoodie yes. level for a reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go any further with tonight's episode, I have to ask the most important question of the week: <laughs> How you's doing and what you's been watching?
0: Not been too bad.
1: How you yeah, how you's doing? Are y'all good?
0: Yep. Okay. Oh, it's surviving! <laughs> I,
1: love, I love the
0: enthusiasm. All the enthusiasm and everything. Yep. Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm hungover and I'm showing more enthusiasm. Come on! No, so what yes. you been up to? What are you watching? What are you been watching?
0: So let Goodwill go first, because uh, I'll, I'll leave me to last. What
4: well, have I been watching? Well, obviously The Last of Us, That's yes, mm. season finale. This uh, coming I got, week I've got, got
1: a couple episodes to catch up on before Tuesday, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Ooh, you uh, obviously Star Trek Picard. Um, other than that, not, really not much.
0: I say, have you um, had time to watch anything? <laughs> no,
3: I, I, you do I, a I lot. Not Good had <laughs> time.
4: I, I have zero time at the moment to enjoy to consume content. I'm that busy making content for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's it's mainly just been uh, The Last of Us. I do enjoy, because I'm very political, so I watched Last Week Tonight with uh, John Oliver every mm-hmm. week. So yeah. we'll Sorry. be catching up with that. Uh, as I said earlier in the Facebook community, I missed this week's Mandalorian because I forgot which kid Pedro
0: Pascal was escorting this week. So I'll be watching that tonight. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like, not to give spoilers for that this week's episode. It was more the kid escorting him than anything else, so we see it this What twist!
4: What a twist! <laughs> <laughs> But uh other than that, no. So I uh, really just just them two. Um on Yeah, oh. and then just mostly YouTube stuff.
0: Cool. And porn. Cool. But yes. Oh,
2: well, yeah. <laughs> no. It's giving up.
0: Patreon content, guys. <laughs> but yes, um we'll not talk too much about The Last of Us just because of like see no. what's coming up on Tuesday with it being the season finale. We are gonna be doing it, like I say, a little bit of a extra episode uh, on Tuesday night because we've got no lives and we'll just like to be keep busy, shall we say it. Um, So Donna, what have you been watching? And this is probably the most loaded question I'll ever be scared to get answers from now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I watched this show, if I'm pronouncing it right, called Triptych. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Um, It's basically about this um, woman who turns out to be some kind of like triplet and they're trying to like meet everyone and find out if they were clones and or tested in a lab and oh, they were all like separated at birth and it gets really crazy. I'm not going to say too much on it because I'll give it away, but I was hooked on that last week. And cool. the cold ones on YouTube, it's two really fucking daft guys who <laughs> <laughs> they try, they look for the stupidest adverts and buy their stuff and try it out and they just get drink like loads of different random alcohols and stuff and it's just. Them two being stupidly daft, but mm-hmm. yeah, you should check them out. They're quite funny. <laughs>
0: All right, cool. So, nice. it's, it's, so, so it's not me that's watching the weird shit this week then. So it's fine. <laughs> 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 no, but that's cool. Um, so what was the triplet one? Triplet What was it called?
2: tick, but it's like it's spelled. It's not spelled how it sounds. I'll send you it though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I think I've, it checked. came out this year. It's on Netflix. Cool. I'll, oh, I'll definitely...
0: interesting.
2: It's yeah. only got eight episodes, so it's quite quick. So is it is it
0: is it like a documentary, or is it
3: like like?
2: like... It's supposed to be based on a true story, but it's more like a TV series.
3: Ah, cool. So,
2: like, um, one of the like one of them goes to a murder scene because she works on the police force, and she basically it's herself like mm-hmm. identical, and she's like, "What the hell?" So she starts searching into that, and then finds out there's three of them, but mm-hmm. it's it's really crazy.
0: Oh, cool. I'll definitely keep, keep an eye out mm-hmm. for that. That's something I'm going to look into. So, hungover, Sammy, what have you been watching?
1: <laughs> what, God, what haven't I been watching this week? Um, I'm on my second run of Shits Creek, which I've right. nearly finished. Um, I went to see All By Myself, took myself yes. on a little date, and I went to go and see the new Scream movie, which is just fucking phenomenal. Not going to lie, it's really good. Probably my second favourite after the original um mm-hmm. highly recommend going to see it um, I started I'm trying to watch a new series and I saw the trailer for season 2 of Yellow Jackets mm-hmm. um, when I went to see Scream and mm-hmm. I watched the first episode and I got an inkling as to what it, it's about and I'm not going to lie I went cold inside like so... me, me blood went cold to the point where I was like I don't think I'm going to be able to watch this
0: All Um right. So it's
1: about I'm cannibals. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I ain't gonna be watching that. Um, but I did today in my hungover state watched um oh god, what's it called? Stan and Ollie. Right. About Laurel mm. and Hardy, um Steve Coogan and John C. Riley, and because I have a bit of a, a thing for Laurel and Hardy. Um and I just absolutely loved it. It was just so oh. Not completely historically accurate, but it still was a good watch. Steve Coogan was absolutely fantastic. I think that's about it. I'm trying huh? to find something new to watch, and I'm kind of feeling flatly on it.
0: But well, you, you said the picture you were watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, as well. Yes, I did watch that this morning.
1: <laughs> yes, I did. I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. It wasn't originally what I was going to watch because it's not no. the or, original. I went on to watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And the link I got was the second one. And I was like, right. I can't be asked to, like, fuck around. <laughs> so I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. with the, I just watched it for Bill Moseley. Because, yeah. let's be honest, it's really not great. It's hilarious, though. Um, but, yeah, I watched that. And then I watched Stan and Ollie. Completely different Different, different, <laughs> different, scenarios different spectrums of different content. It really how was. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I watched this week, I think.
0: Oh, very interesting. Um. I know fans of the podcast will be upset. I haven't went back the po- uh, Moonshiners this week. I, I think I'm going to give it a week off. I will try again because mm-hmm. I, I am falling a little bit out of the out of the love uh, with the Moonshiners. Maybe they can drag us back in if they stop being dickheads and just yeah, just said go back to you,
1: you. said last week you were a bit done with them.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I miss them. i miss like I say, I, I missed Tickle and Tim and <laughs> and and the guys. So I might, uh, like, say, I have to. Uh, revisit <laughs> Tickle and Tim, yes,
1: it's serious. Tickle, yeah, they're...
0: Tickle's been spending some time in jail though because he's an idiot, so he got caught <laughs> with a saw-off <sauna> shotgun.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: tickle, man, it's a tickle with like your Hollyoaks doesn't it? <laughs> to be fair, though, every season he started off as stick thin, and every time he goes in jail and comes out, he comes out like a right little tubby bastard, so <laughs> he's
1: getting like three set meals a day,
0: <laughs> so he's not like, drinking the moonshine and like living on the moonshine. So, yeah, um. But yeah, I will go back to it. I am. I've have been watching Archer and uh, I like, say uh, constantly, which I don't think's healthy. like say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you realize some of the seasons of Archer. And I hate saying this, are really, really shit. Like some of the seasons are, are absolutely bra- brilliant. But like the one I've just finished is when they went back to like done like, like gumshoe like during uh, prohibition time, and it's like yeah. really not a good season. It's like this is just too weird and too out there. Uh talked totally about Jump the Shark moments that we did with Archer mm-hmm. should have been in there. But no, um I've been watching a few movies this week as well. Um Ooh. I went to see Ant-Man and what uh, and the and wasp and the quantum mania yesterday with Jake. Uh, we did uh, say live up to our dodgy up north name and I used my wife's uh, cinema card and they actually called us on it and went, Oh, can we see your cinema cards? So I had a show of mine and my wife's and go and the guy looked at me wife's card and looked at Jake, looked at the card. I was getting like, yeah, my wife's away, and he went, no question, you can go go in. So, so, so Jake
4: didn't play your
0: wife. No, no, I he tried, it went, um, I think the beard would would give it away, type thing. Oh, Jake... be fine. Yes, but the... and and Jake doesn't have like this fabulous red hair, unfortunately. That Nick does. <laughs> so um, it was quite obvious that we were pulling a ruse, but the guy wasn't a dickhead. So well done, uh, Cineworld. Ball now biggers up. You weren't Bell Ends that day, so thank you. Um but absolutely loved Quantum Mania. Um it was felt like the most Marvel film that we've seen, where it was just mm. fun. It was it was comic booty. Um it didn't take itself seriously, and to be honest, anything with Paul Ruddin is just fun. So exactly. I absolutely loved it.
1: I enjoyed it, I thought it was a good laugh. Yes, and I did watch
0: Luther the Fallen Sun last night. And oh, I,
1: mixed things.
0: I really enjoyed it. No, it, it didn't feel like a movie. It could have been fleshed out a bit longer, but Andy Circus was absolutely terrifying in it, and it was mm-hmm. nice to see Luther kind of like broken a bit. And the premise behind it was just—it's just it preys on any type of fear that you've got with technology. So mm-hmm. I thought it was very well done. I like I say I know a lot of people have been slating it, but. Again, what do you expect of like the the taking t- like normally a season, but the ending was a little bit predictable, and now it it kind of le- like say leads into where like say they're going to go next. So it's very much like a starter thing. But this could be, like, as you said, I know everyone's keep talking about Elba as James Bond, but this could be his Bond because right. like say that if there's any hints where it's going to go next. Shall we say? <laughs> but well, yes, but I thoroughly really enjoyed it.
1: Oh, you just reminded us on Tuesday because I had a day and had a day in with my husband where we literally did nothing. We mm-hmm. watched um, we watched the thing you do. Mm-hmm. Now I have seen that movie, the Tom Hanks one, a mm-hmm. million, million times, and I always knew there was a director's cut because Tom Hanks had said the studio ripped the film to pieces to mm-hmm. get it to theater, like put it into the theaters. I watched the director's cut without knowing. And it was like, I watched a whole different fucking film. <laughs> I just sat there going, Well, that's not in there. That's not in there. But that explains why he keeps saying Spartacus all the time. Like it was, it was mm-hmm. so, so good. But then we watched um, The Rock
3: mm-hmm.
1: with Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. And there's, I didn't know this, but there's fan theories that Sean Connery's character in The Rock is James Bond. <laughs> Right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> added, but you know what? When you watch it and you know that theory, you're like, "That <laughs> makes sense." Like, really does make sense. <laughs> there's 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 clues
4: all the way through the rock. Because like, oh, he's he's former SAS, and yeah, he was trained by Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yes, and uh-huh. the theory With goes. Code names. Uh-huh. Yeah, the theory goes that after I think it's like after Doctor No, which was sixty two. That really? he was tasked with something to do with JFK, either assassinating JFK for some reason or, or something like that, and that version of Bond was then arrested because he was mm-hmm. caught by the CIA, and yes, that 007 and then... spent thirty years, well, how many years in Alcatraz, and then escaped, and then was uh, caught again. It's a real. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish it was true. I know? know,
1: I know. It is like total like fan theory, but when mm. you know that, and you're watching it, you're like, I could totally see this being completely accurate and every yeah. time he kept doing something, me and Anne just kept looking at each other and going, It's because, of this <laughs> because it's 007
0: It's like Bond. <laughs> to be fair when did Sean Connery not play a Bond in any type of role that like he did? That is
1: very true. <laughs>
0: you could have same one about Seth to
1: slapping a woman saying, I'm James Bond. Sorry, I did I had a go there. Um you know, we were just watching it and like obviously that was the fun part, but you know they don't make films like that anymore, do they? Like these epic classic like Everything's everything's a blow up scene where cars get like ocean stuff and I'm only borrowing are... your Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> I just I thoroughly really enjoyed. I totally forgot we did that on Tuesday.
0: And I'll give you a shit fantastic show I've been watching as well. Because Ooh. to be fair, this show is shit, but I'm totally uh, obsessed with it now, and I, I I feel a little bit dirty for liking it. Uh, young Rock um oh like, wow say,
3: right
0: <laughs> just going back like say um telling the story of his childhood and stuff like that and telling like how he got into the wwe it's like proper mockumentary style but it's, there's supposed to be a few home truths in there as well so um i i'm actually if you're a wrestling oh, fan as well right. i would actually recommend it because some of the stories he uh, he tells um, like from Dwayne's point of view type thing. Yeah. Uh, the last episode I watched, um, it was when The Rock was basically uh, going to be blown up in WWE. <laughs> and he named this wrestler and he was one of the biggest wrestlers of all time. He put this name out. And I was like, I haven't heard this fucker. And it turns out they've changed his name and changed the look completely because they don't want him want, want it to come out. But they probably uh, like shit on The Rock to Vince McMahon and told Vince that he's not ready and he would never be a draw and stuff like that. But apparently... The person who it is, it's meant to be Shawn Michaels. So a little bit... Is that...
1: Of... Oh, that makes total sense. Because my TikTok algor- algorithm is picked up because I've watched a few clips from it that's been on TikTok. And it's mm. picked it up. But it's all Shawn Michaels stuff. Yeah. So that makes total sense. But I've seen um, Becky Lynch's character.
0: As Cindy Lauber.
1: Yeah, she's fucking <laughs> phenomenal. She really... <laughs>
0: Is. <laughs> but yes, but yes, I uh, might give I, it a
1: watch. It's something that I would enjoy. I know I would enjoy.
0: But it's basically because it's two stories in one. It's The Rock telling stories about his childhood and stuff. But it's basically him trying to be a pre- be the president of the United States. Okay, because <laughs> it's set in the future, so that's the thing. It's set in the future, and The Rock's on a campaign trail. So it's got the story I of. I want to watch it even more. In say The Rock in say ten years' time trying to be um and it's got him out of um oh i've got his name now jimmy something out of uh one division you know the card trick guy um oh yes the committee the, the, the asian comedian yeah
1: but, oh yes he's in ant-man as well like it's split second
0: yeah but uh yes. he's he's basically interviewing the rock and he becomes the rock's best friend and it's yeah, it's just batshit crazy, but yeah. Oh wait. So, yeah. so for, for Arnie... a shit fantastic show, I'll always give you something shit to watch. Is this foreshadowing <laughs> uh,
4: what uh, Dwayne Johnson's real intentions are? Yeah. Exactly. Possibly.
1: Annie became governor of California. Anything's possible. Oh, the rock so can go so why further though.
0: <laughs> yes. So yes, that is Sam's portion of her little thing that she's
1: my little ditty.
0: That 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 is over. That I just like to mock her about.
1: Ah, yay it's finally (laughs) over right i'll do the disclaimer and we can get cracking with today's episode
3: yes
0: so
1: everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone if you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode please come and join us in the facebook group where we can have an open discussion um what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong we can all agree to disagree in fandom so let's keep it fun keep it kind and keep the toxic behavior out of nerdism
0: and I have Ooh. to say, the nerds have been very well behaved lately as well. So I'll they probably really jinx have. myself. And Yeah,
1: come tomorrow, there'll be a shitstorm.
0: <laughs> yes, a few little announcements as well. So uh, we have hit a big milestone for the Facebook, not the Facebook group, but the Facebook page. We have hit 10,000 followers, wow. 10,000 fucking nerds follow us now. So we are legion. We are many. Uh, we are taking over the world. We are the uh, one. Ten thousand. Can you class that as an army yet, or is it just basically a, a militia? Well, that's right way, I wouldn't want
1: to go up against them. That's so. right off.
0: That's <laughs> right. Religion. We'll go with that then. So that's yeah. that's right, right off. <laughs> um, that's we right. we are going to be the next jedis. So nuns will be the next jedis.
1: <laughs> we'll be able. We'll be able to um, get the teachings very shortly on Patreon.
0: <laughs> can uh, Can Jake and Grant like
4: sort of compose a national anthem for us? Nerds, yeah! Fuck yeah!
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, um, so that that has kicked off really well. Um, Goodwill's, as I said, the Star Trek episode is becoming a phenomenon that's taking on its own thing. And he is getting very demanding now. He wants all his images in the right way, in the right order. Um, So I am bowing down to Captain Goodwill. But yes, anyone who likes Star Trek... Anyone who likes Star Trek, it has been a good watch. And I like, I say, Sammy's, um, I like, say, uh, Game of Thrones uh, podcast. And they said Lord of the Rings again has been entertaining <gasps> ice, as fire. Well. ice and fire.
1: It nerdy of North, ice and fire. Because I'm sick right. of seeing Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon.
0: I'll change the name on the on the layout next. You don't as well. need to,
1: but it's you don't need to. It's just because I I can't be asked to see it. It doesn't need to not be on there.
0: <laughs> oh, Yes, and the first picture, were, like I said, the next step, well. The third episode that's on the Patreon, I'll put on YouTube tomorrow as well, so people who Yay! aren't paying can get access to it. And, like I say, with her being the guest on as well, the the, the hostess with the mostess, like I say, with her, like I say, Sunny Con coming up, her and Tucky have been gracious in allowing us to come back for Revenge of the Nerds Part 2, uh, where oh, we will be... Say, um...
1: Friday Goodwill, our,
0: our, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. Sunny two uh, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, <laughs> so we will be making a return to SunnyCon as well. And Nerdfest that is coming up. So we do have a lot of things. At, so I thought I'd get the promotion in now before yeah. at the end.
1: Because, all the housekeeping's uh, done and dusted
0: with. But yes. So nerds are winning overall. Nerds equal love and ace and all that shit. But yes um yes. so yes so favorite cinema experiences so i thought this would be a, like quite a little nostalgia trip a little bit of interest and a little bit of uh storytelling shall we say so
3: mm-hmm.
0: hopefully this won't be like a two or three hour one but no. i think because <laughs> uh, i think sam will probably die um but i think like, for me i've always had that romantic feeling or romantic nature towards the cinema it always yeah. held it in such high regard, um, because like back in the day as well. I know people complain about the cinema being expensive, like, but to me, when I was a kid, it was always a treat. You never used to go to the cinema every week, so yeah. when you when you got to go, it was always lavish. It was always, um, like I say, the expectation as well, and depending on where you're from or how old you were as well, like your experiences from cinemas. Do differ from different places as well. I know oh, yeah. we're not close, but like, I said, Donna and Goodmill are the youngins, shall we say. And uh, even though Sam has been reborn again as 21, she is. Um, Realistically, I it? am uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> she will <laughs> experience similar things to what I've experienced, like to the cinemas. So, regarding, like, you guys, like, being the young ones, shall we say, what was, like, your first incarnation or first experiences with shall we say the movie theatre um, so we'll go with Donna first
2: I actually I'm stuck between two I can't actually remember which was first but mm-hmm. it was one of the Silent Hill movies and Over the Hedge when I was a teenager mm-hmm. I can't remember which one was first but <laughs>
0: So yeah, it's a bit of an experience, Silent Hill or Over the Hedge. They're yeah. quite contrasting movies.
2: Sounds <laughs> like my day to day. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of those ones. I should probably check the release dates, but I went with my friend from school. Um, we, sn- we went into Silent Hill. once. We, we weren't old enough to go into Silent Hill, but we managed to get in. Um, and Over the Hedge uh, was with a different friend, who did random rude stuff in there? You know, going back to what you were talking about, I right. was well and truly watching over the hedge while my best mate was doing stuff with a boyfriend. So <gasps> oh, I was so just like what is he, oh off, my God. To
0: to <laughs> So so which cinema was this?
2: <laughs> Sunderland.
0: So was it Summon Empire then?
2: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, the one like the one that where it is now. Alright, oh, oh, right. so
0: so the newer, newish one type thing. So so Donna's first experience is either sneaking into a movie that she shouldn't have been watching, or <laughs> wow. trying to pretend that she wasn't like being initiated in a three way with a friend, like say, like no, unintentionally.
2: I wasn't <laughs> Over the hedge, man. <laughs> Over the hedge was mint. <laughs> <Right. laughs> oh so, yes. god! Picks up oh, straight go. away. So <laughs> the, <laughs> Over the Hedge experience is the better.
0: <laughs> but that's a, th- a thing you'll always remember as well. They like over you'll always watch that film and say, Ah, ha, I like this film, but my friend got, uh, got wanged off to this one as well. So,
1: wow, <laughs> wowzer. Yeah, I can so honestly that... say I have not had an experience like that. Well, I
2: wish I hadn't, to be fair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, though, it wasn't
0: by her choice. Like, say, no, that's don't... true. That is true. It's a good job you didn't sit in the middle of them all. That would have been... Oh, i be so <laughs> <awkward. laughs> just be,
2: like, want some popcorn?
0: <laughs> oh, Goodwill would have done the popcorn trick on you as well. No, would one... <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh, my. But yes. So what was your first experience in the sun, uh, young Goodwill? Oh, I really
4: had to think about this. Um mm. And... It was
3: 1997.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I was how old was I? I was nine years old in 1997, um, and we had two cinemas. Do we have one one or two back then? No, we had two cinemas. We had one in the centre of Middlesbrough called uh, the Odeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had a showcase sim- uh, cinema at uh, Teesside Park. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the Odeon because it was one of those. It, it, those quintessential classic cinemas where it only had like one or two screens yeah. and it had like mm-hmm. the, the velvet curtain. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Step behind, behind
4: the velvet curtain. When it was, when it was classic, like uh, Newcastle, uh, the cinema in Newcastle, you know, why it's got like the, the velvet curtain mm-hmm. at the parts and stuff.
1: Yeah, Sundland Impact there. used to have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: One. Yeah. So it was, it was 1996. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a cliche for me now. But back then, we didn't have. A lot of money, so like Paul said earlier, going to the cinema was like a, a real treat. Like, you, you would go to the cinema for something that you really wanted to go and watch. Like, yeah. you know, any if, if you couldn't wait for it to come out on VHS and you had to go see it, yeah, it will be a treat.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: so mine, this was my very first ever cinema experience, and it gave me a fear of things touching eyes afterwards. <laughs> the fuck did you go and see Star Trek first contact?
0: Right. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> was, getting, was this so... suspicious? Susp- you would have been a bit too
2: well, young
4: for that one. <laughs> well, I was, I was nine years old when this came out. It was early 1997 and Star Trek first contact was a 12.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So I asked me, mum, I was like, do you want to, do you want to go see? It? Yeah. Well, it's a 12. You know, you're going to have to act, you know, a little bit more mature than what you do. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Do you want to stand up straight? Ooh, talk with right. deeper like, how voice. Do you do that? <laughs> how, how do I do that? Hello, I'm 10, I'm 12. Yes, yeah, so how do you do? Um, but you know, obviously old you don't give a shit anyway. So they're just like, oh, how old are you? Oh, I'm tech 12. I'm 12. Uh, yeah, all right, get in. So <laughs> we got in, and I'm I'm dead excited, you know. And it's like, oh, it's got the curtain and the curtain parts and you see all the trades, like, oh, when's it gonna come on? And this was the first time I realized that like it's half a fucking hour before the movie starts, and I have to go through like thirty different adverts and trailers and stuff. And you know that scene in The Simpsons where Homer just starts a mutiny? And he's like, "Sure, what's the movie? This was me." I was just like one Kit Kat baton away from causing a revolution.
0: You would have been a uh, fucking nightmare as a kid, though. I would have. Like, you would have. No, been I was guy. quiet.
4: I was <laughs> quiet as a, my nickname. My man will attest to this. My nickname is Mouse. Because right. all the way through my childhood, I was just quiet. I never said a word or anything, and then suddenly I became a gobshite. So, but um... <laughs> you're not blaming me for that, Shane. <laughs> oh no, no, I was a gobshite way before that. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first four minutes of the of, of Star Trek, um, there's a scene where it's, it's Picard as he was a bog and he's he's mm-hmm. like dreaming that he's a bog. And it's it's the process of him being uh, assimilated. Mm-hmm. And it scarred the fuck out of me because there's one scene where they have a close-up of his eye and you you see the drill mm-hmm. and it, it just pierces, like it bends the eye and then he wakes up. From then on, scarred for life. Absolutely mm-hmm. scarred for life. That was my first scene. I mean, I loved the movie. I thought it was brilliant. But from then on, I was just like, oh, anything to do with eyes. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I, I, I really couldn't do it. But it was, it was such an experience seeing a spectacle, like massive space battles and really loud yeah. music and stuff. And mm-hmm. it was just like, because obviously, you know, back then it was like your telly was a 20-inch box telly in the living room. And you just like, you're yeah. these, you look at these movies. And then you're like, oh, wow. And you're looking all over. And you're like, oh, look at
3: that. Oh, magic, isn't that. it?
4: <laughs> yeah. And it, it just, because obviously it was uh, ILM. Who mm-hmm. did Star Wars? That did all the special effects. Yeah. Like,
3: whoa, wow, 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 <laughs> wow!
4: And it was just yeah. And I didn't go to the cinemas uh, for three years after that because my next film was The Phantom Menace. Menace. Right. But we'll we'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to that later on.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs>
4: Fuck yeah! The something again next time. Jar Jar coming back to spoil another oh. franchise. Need <laughs> that get <getter laughs> unboxing? <laughs> <laughs> nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I have got another Jar Jar in a box, we'll go and take him out oh, soon.
1: <laughs> oh what the thingy one? The, the stories one, one. The other one I got for a tenner. a <laughs> fucking foreman. I, I got him when he came out, paid full price, and he sends us a picture with a sticker on it saying ten pounds. I was like, fucking goodness <laughs> he's never come out of the box, though. He's one of my favourite figures. I love him. Oh. I love him. We're gonna, we're gonna have fun at SunnyCon.
0: <laughs>
3: That sounds ominous,
0: Paul.
1: (laughs) I'll be prepared.
0: So, Sammy, what was your first experience? Please don't tell us you were giving someone a nosh in the back of the picture. Oh God, absolutely
1: not! (laughs) I'm going to the cinema. I'm going to watch something. Um, I the I I have two. One of them I genuinely can't remember because I was like incredibly young. But it's the first time I ever went to the cinema, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was with my dad, and I was incredibly young. And it was to see Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. All
3: right. And
1: my my dad loves telling this story of how much of a pain in the ass I was throughout the whole entire film. I ran up the aisles. I wouldn't sit. You'd would have got in- on with Lee.
0: Lee's just told the story and the thing as well about doing that.
1: <laughs> oh, I haven't got the chat open at the minute, and um, I couldn't. Um, I couldn't keep still. I had to because I even do it today. I'm forty years old, and I still can't sit on a chair properly. I have to like sit with my legs crossed, or I'll sit on the floor. And I ended up doing that at this, um, in the middle of the aisle, to where my dad had to come and sit next to us, mm-hmm. because it was the only way to keep us still and keep us quiet throughout the whole thing <laughs> was to come and join me in the middle of the aisle, um, and he loves telling that story. I generally can't remember it. The only, the one, like the core memory that comes out from my first cinema experience, I believe it was, or oh, when old dogs go to heaven. Right. My auntie Trish went to take us to see that, and I had to be removed from the cinema because I was in hysterics. And um, I couldn't stop crying. And I cried to the point where, you know, it's like, <laughs> and you just kind of breathe, and I'm making all these noises. And I had to, my auntie had to take us out, and she took us. And I remember us we sitting in Burger King and telling us that it was okay. And I'm just a very oversensitive child. <laughs> and I've never, I don't, I've never watched films with, Dog Mm -hmm. like with animals in again, and I can't do it. (laughs) I cannot do it. It apart from when I got tricked into watching, um, what do you call it, Lamb before time at my granddad's? Never -hmm. forgive them for that. I was, (laughs) I was distraught for weeks after that. But yeah, I think that's like the first time I remember Mm -hmm. any experience at the cinemas. At the cinemas, at the cinema, it was in Sunderland, it was the old one, it was the Mm -hmm. one on the corner. Um,
0: but I think that's like the first memory I have oh cool I, I know before, crying. Yeah, I know when we went uh, before we went live I did tell one uh, people um, a lot of my stories might sound incredibly sad or quite yeah. like thing, but they're really not if that makes sense because they mean a lot to me and it probably seems like I had a, a bit of a dodgy child well I did, it wasn't dodgy just uh, was um, northern. Actually, a northern childhood northern. shall we say but, for my stories like they still make a smile like for what I did and how I like went about them and stuff like that. But I, I, like a lot of people like will make jokes and like make references. But uh, to me, like the cinema is always like a like a a sanctuary or a safe place or a place where I can go and it it still feels as special now as it does like the first time. So let us paint you a picture. Let us tell you a story about my Let's first sit experience. Sit back. Put your feet up. Have a nice little relax. So I was only a wee Ben. I can't remember how old. I can't remember the year. I'm not, I could have looked it up, but I'm lazy. Um, so Sunderland at the time, we had two cinemas. There was other cinemas about. There was the Metro Centre and there was Warner, Warner the Village in Newcastle. Um oh, yeah. Yeah. But the two in Sunderland we had was the Sunderland ABC, which is now a nightclub called The Point, which only only had two screens, one big screen and a little screen. And they used to show, I think it was f- four films uh, per weekend. We used to have like the, the big release on the big screen and some independent movie or whatever film was coming out on the smaller screen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of people didn't know this, but we did have a little shitty cinema, at Sunland uh, Empire, like say that was on the like the side of it where right. it was hidden away, yeah. um, that's where it used to show like the, not the big releases or the films that never used to get like the big fanfare and stuff like that. So we did have options when I was a kid. Now yeah. you could tell when there was a big release at Sunland Empire because of the fucking queue, because there was only <laughs> yeah, you a- go around the corner because <laughs> it didn't. It's not like now where you can go and see like uh, you- your favorite film or a film you want to see and it's on every hour. It used to be two showings, one at midday and one at the in the evening. Then the adult films just come on, like where they show like films like Seven mm-hmm. or like the horror films. Um, so you knew it was a big release if the queue went all the way past Liberties and all the way uh, to to the open market. No. So you used to you used to be able to gauge where you could actually. You said, off oh, the queue's that big, I'm not going to get a seat because you couldn't order all the time, you couldn't pre-book, you had to fucking wait." So. My first experience, um, like I say, st- walking, standing in the queue, getting all excited, would be uh, with me mum. Uh, My mom took us, and it was a great day for some reason. So we went to Burger King. So we had a Burger King beforehand, uh, and then we walked up the stairs. And the Sunday they say, if you've never been or if you've seen pictures, like inside, it, like like, well, the outside it just looked like. Nothing. Like just like a big mm-hmm. building. But the inside it was like velvet ropes, uh, red carpets, um, like I say, everything you walked in was kind of like it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. So you, you walked up to your ticket thing, we had a little old woman in the in the ticket box and say, One please, and give you your little paper tickets. Uh they had the popcorn thing and ice cream thing. And even before the film came out, they had the ice cream teller at the front. So you had to yeah. wait at the front with the torch to get your ice creams so walking in just being mesmerized by everything and as goodwill said it had the velvet uh like uh, curtains so when mm-hmm. the cinema, cinema come on the, everything opened um and i absolutely adored as well I and mean, i still love it now let I me mean, it drives my wife nuts i love movie trailers and i me love too. going to the pictures to see what trailers are out and what's going to be on um not as much these days because the trailers get released online before you see them at the pictures. But to see the trailers before, you had to go and see them. That was the big whole thing with uh, The Phantom Menace. There was people that paid to see certain movies just to see The Phantom Menace trailer, then leave after the trailer. <laughs> that, that was just a craziness That's of it. That's crazy. Um, but the first film I ever seen, and it's funny you did see it, was The Fucking Land Before Time.
1: Oh my God. So,
0: me sitting there going, oh, there's Littlefoot. Oh, there's the staff shifting. <laughs> and fucking Shark Tooth tears a new one out of Littlefoot's mom. And I've never been able to cry like a little kid. And um, if anyone's watched The Lamb Before Time, it is one of the most emotionally driven cartoons, everything. Go and watch the seven sequels that follow because no. they are all terrible. But the original was just as Mezzanine. But even though it was a traumatic film, I absolutely fell in love with that whole experience of sitting in and like just the smells and how people react. And it's just blew as a wave, like what, how it can transport you in to that place. And to me, like I can still taste and smell every aspect, even though it was, I think, just because it meant so much to us as a kid
1: yeah it was a time of where people did react to the screen and did react to what was in front of them so you did get you didn't get people talking but you got like noises you got reactions and it was it made the whole thing like you're starting to see it more nowadays
3: mm-hmm. with the way
1: people react to certain things that are happening um which a lot of people frown upon, but that's what cinema used to be it was a you know you were just your full on reaction was happening as you were watching it and you were allowed to be without being shushed to to do that, then it just became a, you need to be deadly silent, otherwise you're getting kicked out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so from that moment on, like, say, I was obsessed with the cinema. Like, um, even to the point where I opened a bank account with the old TSB at the time, because you used to get, like, a monthly, uh, if you put at least a pound into your bank account each month, you used to get cinema vouchers to go to oh. the cinema for free. Um and that's where some of these stories get a little bit sad because where I grew up in Riot was a bit rough and the people I grew up with would either go out and steal cars or go out and fight or sell drugs. Yeah. I would like play football with them or like do that. But then on Saturday or Sunday were my cinema days for each weekend and I used to go to the pictures by myself. Um oh, I used to wait I used to, so I used to didn't matter what was on. I used to take my mm-hmm. cinema vouchers. I even went to see Free Willy by myself, type thing, and not that, not like, not like Donna's story. That didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but um, it used to be quite fun because when I used to stand up, because I used to be like take pride of place of being in the front of the queue, or like say being under the doorway, and families used to take us in. Uh, <laughs> These People used to because like, I was child's
1: alone again. <laughs> yeah, like
0: say I was like like a, a little kid by myself, and we used to go. Oh, where's your parents? And go, oh, I'm good. Oh, just here to watch, see the film. And like, so, yeah, I'm not going to. Probably a little bit northern is, and I used to get free ice creams. I used to get free drinks because the family used to buy us drinks <laughs> and shit like that. It's hugely irresponsible now if you think about it. Now thinking, I'm going to the pictures and getting free shit by people. They're going to take us in 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 the back in the back alley and take photos. So
1: oh doing things that, that they shouldn't you have. I'm to now, but back then that's not
3: the
0: time. <laughs> but, yeah. So uh, so yes, it was an innocent time that I was um, like, say. So, taken looked after by other people's families so anyone who's watching who used to like take a little kid to, like find a little kid at the pictures and buy them stuff I do Paul. thank you
1: <laughs> it was Paul <laughs> I yes. do remember that um, that second cinema mm-hmm. that was near. The, was at the Empire because that's where I went to see um, the turtles mm-hmm. the one where they're in Japan mm-hmm. and I remember it just being a, it, it sit on the floor Mm-hmm. There was just cushions. There was no seats. So you just sat on the floor. They had this oh, huge was screen. Th- yeah, but yeah, I remember that cinema.
0: <laughs> yeah, th- I went to see um, <laughs> I went to see Power Rangers the movie three times at that cinema at the Empire. Like, Jesus I don't know Christ. why I went to see Power Rangers three times. I didn't enjoy it. I don't think there was too much of a like. I didn't get confused by the concept of the movie either. It was, <laughs> you just um, wanted
1: to see it,
0: just just to see it three times. I think there was nothing else on that month, so that that was Power Rangers of the movies month for apparently. Have
1: you seen that before? Yeah, but I'm, gone, I'm,
0: I'm, I remember gone. Ivan Ooze being the bad guy.
1: Ivan Ooze, yeah. I've, I've, we watched it not long ago. It's fucking terrible, but it's terrible in such a good way that I didn't want to not watch it. Um have you done that before? Though have you gone to uh, have you seen a film multiple times where you probably think to yourself, "I shouldn't, I shouldn't have needed to see this as many times as I have."
0: Oh um, yeah, because like when we were younger, we didn't get like say, the multiple releases. So mm-hmm. if if you had a, a quiet month, you had to see a few things. I saw, I think I saw Naked Gun thirty three and a third. Twice, uh, Ace Venture when nature nature calls a few times as well. Um,
1: I, I saw a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen eight times.
0: That's, that's... Not,
1: that. Do you know my my um, yeah. my ex worked at Golden Cinema, right? So on a Saturday night, if he was at work, I would just go mm-hmm. and watch something. And for some reason, I kept picking the same film <laughs> and just going to see it.
0: Wow. Um... Yep.
1: That
0: so because I know the episode's called Favorite Similar Experiences. So, what is your favorite memory of a movie that you've seen at the cinema? I know, like, say, we'll probably go into different movies, like, or experiences that you probably the film was shit. But, what is your favorite movie that you've seen at the cinema? I'll go go real first.
1: Uh, It's
4: 2015, okay, it's my birthday. It's his birthday. And it's his birthday. birthday. <laughs> December eighteenth, twenty fifteen, was when The Force Awakens was released
1: in oh, the cinema. Oh man, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Now, I mentioned earlier, I'd saw uh, the Phantom Menace in ninety nine.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Back when I was <clears throat> back when I was uh, younger, I was never really. I think it was a theme of the nineties where you were either in one camp or the other. So you were you were nintendo or sega you were playstation or uh sega uh mega drive or whatever and then it was like you were either star trek or you were star wars you can't be both for whatever stupid reason it was but uh i'd got into star wars as i got older and you know i, I absolutely adore star wars now um so Obviously, the trailer for The Force Awakens came out, and it was like, you know, in cinemas December eighteenth, twenty fifteen, and I'm just like, it's it's meant to be. So I remember this is the first time where I had to legitimately queue outside of a cinema, yeah, to to go to a screen. It was very reminiscent to what you used, what you saw in footage from nineteen seventy seven, yeah. And Then the family menace so cool. when that first came out, yeah. So. <clears throat> I mean, I I full on nerded. out. went with my my mate, got my Millennium Falcon t-shirt. And I'm like, yeah,
3: Yeah. can't (laughs)
4: wait. And we were like, what cinema are we going to go to? The best fucking cinema we can find. We're not going to a (laughs) a shitty audience. No, we're going to the (laughs) biggest one in the northern. So we went to, uh, the the best one in the area was uh, Showcase because it had like the better seats Mm -hmm. in it. And we were like, yeah, we're going to do it right. And uh, we got in and we're all excited. And uh, I will never, ever... Forget this, and I, I, this must be how people felt in '77, uh, all the way through the you know early '80s and '99, with mm-hmm. the prequels, where you sit down, you go through all the trailers, you go through all the gulf, barrel, whatever, and then you just see that little blue text come up, a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away, and I, I I'm getting goosebumps now. Me too. I'm feeling you... like
1: warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah.
4: <laughs> as, as soon as you hear that music begin, mm-hmm. every hair on my body stood on end. There was yeah. a buzz
3: <laughs>
4: in in the in the the the, the theater. There was a mm-hmm. buzz, and I'll never forget this. People started clapping. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yeah. it was like they saw Star Wars, and they were like,
1: fuck yeah, <laughs> Star
4: Wars. there were lightsabers waving all over the place. Mm-hmm. People were going absolutely nuts. And <clears throat> obviously back then, no one wanted to sp- no one wanted it to be spoiled. Because mm-hmm. this was the first Star Wars film mm-hmm. in, you know, yeah. back then, it was like ten years after Since the... yeah. One? No, no, it no, no it was no, No, the third prequel. Uh, Revenge of the, the third
1: prequel, yeah. This is Force yeah. Awakens started at all. Force Awakens
4: was 2015, yeah. That was mm-hmm. episode seven. So no one knew what... Because when you're in the queue, you can hear like speculation. Oh, I heard Luke Skywalker's inside. Heard... <laughs> but no one had a clue because yeah. everyone had avoided everything. Phones are off the lot. And then that crawl comes up and it goes, Luke Skywalker has vanished. And again, everyone was like, oh, and you know, <laughs> like in most modern cinemas where they're like, shut the fuck up, I'm trying to rush it. Everyone was like the same. They were like, oh, oh, oh. And everyone's just like, oh, is yeah. where's he gone? Where's it's... he gone? And it was all the way through that. I mean, upon reflection now, it was a New Hope remake.
3: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. But, but there was...
4: At the time.
1: Yeah, at the time, there was nothing wrong with that. You were just fucking buzzing that Star Wars was back.
4: Everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything, the whole experience, the sound, the effects, the story, the acting, mm. everything was perfect. And I left that, I left that theater and I said to my mate, I said, that is possibly the best movie I have ever seen at a cinema. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd seen Lords, you know, open to. Yeah that point mm. and then obviously the next star wars ruined it for me but oh, this, was, a shame. this was uh this reignited at the time it reignited my love of going to a cinema with other people who are passionate fans yeah. of something mm-hmm. and experiencing something as a whole as a collective mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and and you all react at the same time oh, like you all get yeah. shocked you all get cheery and so and I will never forget. Th- that's so
1: ma- that's so magic. It actually leads lovely into mine because mine is the second one. Oh, really? Mine is, and I can't remember the name at the top of my head because my head Jedi. is like mush. The Last Jedi, uh-huh. not the film itself, not great, but the experience was something of that I will I'll not forget. Um, we went to a midnight show. One. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I, I did all the uh, Star Wars on the midnight show. Ones. I
1: only <laughs> did it once. But mm-hmm. I did it with me, my mom, and my sister. Mm-hmm. My mom, who is a Star Wars fan, who has been since the 70s. Um, mm. my sister, who's a fucking tag-along. Because <laughs> she doesn't like my sister came to see every single Star Wars movie with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's it, it only because she hates the idea of being left out. She cannot stand not knowing what's going on. But we did the three of us went to this midnight show, and my poor mum was so tired, but the minute it kicked in the minute that bam kicked in. My mum was awake and mm-hmm. alert and she fucking loved it. We didn't get out till about like four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. driving home, and my mum was like, that just took me back to eighty mm-hmm.
3: three
1: when I saw Empire Strikes Back. Like that just took me back to that moment. And just think I remember my mum say that like really made the film just a bit more special. Yeah. No. I, I,
0: that. I look at good Goodwill. like I watched the all the like say the new, newer three, uh, for midnight shows, um, like me, a friend Kev, um, like Terry, and a few, um, like viewers, we arranged for it so every year we would go out and do the midnight mm-hmm. shows because it was a better experience than having the everyday person because people that yeah. all were there were Star Wars fans throughout, and, yeah, like, like, and shall we say the older generation, so there was no yeah. kids there to like ask questions, like, why is. Why is she fighting him? Why is Darth Vader Jr. looking weird? Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: But, like when I went uh, to see it in 3D and I had that kid binders look shit. <laughs> but,
0: and the whole experiences were like just magical. Like, it doesn't matter how tired you were, it was just like head blown off. Like when you hear the music, like the scroll and seeing the scroll for the first time in like, so many years at the big screen as well was mm-hmm. just, as I said, as I, I will put it, you would never forget that moment. Um, yeah. Even like the reception the other ones got, I still treasure the moments of spending spend the cinemas and yeah, and seeing even the prequels at the cinema as well. But, but unfortunately, <laughs> I saw them when there's loads of kids around. Um, I think, well, sorry, I saw the first two prequels, and the third one I just gave up and just watched a pirate video. Oh, I didn't.
1: Um... I, I, didn't. <laughs> I was there with bells on. And the last one, um, I was so excited. I was so excited for the last one. I was going to get to see him turn into Vader. And me mate Leanne, not going to say her surname, but me mate Leanne was with us. And every two minutes, she just kept going, Where's Luke? Where's Leah? Where's Luke? Where's. I don't understand why Darth Vader's not in this. And it was, I think it was Tom uh, Richardson was with us. And he just turned around to him and went, Shut the fuck up or get out. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. or get out because I'm absolutely sick to shit hearing it. Um, mm-hmm. so that kind of ruined that experience for us because I had her then in a huff. Um, mm-hmm. but I saw all the prequels. I fucking love them.
4: Revenge so, of the Sith was the first film I saw on my own in the cinema,
1: oh.
4: and I, I remember like the 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 bit at the end. Spoilers: when Vader, uh, <laughs> you know, was like, you know, hit what what got, again? It was a goosebump moment because it's like Lord Vader. Rise, And he does that and I, I just remember just sitting there in my own just going, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
3: he's
0: just like on my own Fuck little. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah What about you? Dunno, what would you say is your favourite film moment, like a movie you've actually seen at the cinema show we say?
3: Oh, uh,
2: one one of my favourite experiences it's not actually um a movie. Okay. <laughs> right. um, so It was the Doctor Who 50th anniversary Ah. because um, I'd always watched Doctor Who and I loved Doctor Who. Um, And when they announced that they were going to do the 50th anniversary at the cinema, I was well excited and we had like a big group of us and everybody was cosplaying and everyone was in their own outfits and stuff. But the the just the feeling when everyone was in there, the pure joy, the emotions, like the cheers, everybody in there is Doctor Who fans. It's just all the like minded people. Like I I don't think I've ever felt that experience in a cinema before. Well before mm. then I should say I have since, but before that, um just the feeling like when you're in there it's not the same as being in the house you're like you're fully immersed you're in the yeah. darkness you've got the sounds all around you and the people and the atmosphere like it's just so much better in the cinema than watching it at home
0: so what did you, you get you... dressed up by then if you said that everyone was dressed up what did you dress up as
2: I think I just chucked on a long black coat, to be fair. <laughs> like, <what's laughs>
0: worth, like... be <laughs> I'm Tom Baker.
1: <laughs> but you are, you're amongst your own, you're amongst people who appreciate what you appreciate. So it would be like, it makes mm. it even more special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh,
3: that's nice. So well, I know, at
2: the beginning of it, I always remember this, but I uh, played the um, Pee Wee Herman trailer three times off the trot and in the back door <laughs> on the fourth one, someone went, someone was like, don't you dare. And like the whole place was just in rows of laughter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I made that experience a little bit more type of thing. But no, it's nice. Cause I, I know when they do these type of specials and stuff, I, I wish I was a fan of Doctor Who. It's one of them things that, um, like in nerdism, probably didn't pass, I, pass me by is probably the wrong word, but I didn't grasp as, um, I did like the Sylvester McCoy uh Thing, but that's always regarded as one of the the the, the poor years. But I, I always thought that was the fun one. But um, but yeah, saying that, like with, like, with the, having the fans around you as well, I think that always just makes it brings out a little bit more and gets you a little bit mm-hmm. more excited as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. So Absolutely. mine. Go on. Sorry.
0: Then. So mine is a. I think I've told the story a few times. I've always wrote about it as well. Um. My dad, has been the dickhead he is, uh, tricked us. And like, say, so we went. It was the first time we went to the Metro Centre cinema because it was mm-hmm. the one where the, I think, where Pete's Hut and stuff. where J.K. Uh, yeah, Max is did, now, the... and yeah. stuff like that. Um, that was the first time I'd been to a multiplex. Shall we say, it, where mm-hmm. they had multiple things, so it was all confusion. There was a lot of things going at the thing Lots of flashing lights and lots of posters and stuff. Um, totally different experience to the one you get in Sunderland, where it's more intimate and more immersive. This one, he um, said, we were going to go and see Bambi. So Bambi was getting a re-release, and he was like, "I'm going to take take you and your mum to see Bambi." And I was like, "Yay! I'm going to watch no. someone's mother get killed." No. Um, so we're standing there waiting for the tickets. So I was standing in the queue to wait to get and go in to to see Bambi at this thing. And then um he just come over and he went, What are you want waiting here for? I went, Bambi? He went, No, no, we're gonna see this one. So he pulled us in. And I've never seen like this movie is timeless. And for what it did at the time, like effects wise, storytelling wise, they've tried to recreate it so many times over with the sequels, but the original <laughs> Jurassic Park yeah. <laughs> Hearing the music and seeing things and when you see the dinosaurs for the first ever time, because it's something that I I can't put into words, like how you how you feel. Yeah. Um like I sat there like as a kid, hands in front I felt sorry for the person in front of us, hands on the back of the chair, just mouth open, go and just like in wonderment that this was just absolutely mesmerizing like storytelling wise um like the effects the practical effects like it's one of them moments where everything and, and i know we talk about perfect movies when you watch it back now there's tiny things you can pull apart or things you can say oh this change but as a kid it was everything i'd want in, in a movie and mm-hmm. seeing that at the cinema and, not even expecting to see it as well, though. Not having that anticipation and the build-up, it was kind of like just the surprise. It's like bang, you're watching Jurassic Park, and we all got the hype. Like say, if, um, like before all the trailers show the spoilers and everything that that we get these days. Yeah, we'd never got to see the T Rex at the time. All you got was the footprint or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, all the hints. So seeing all the different things and all the jokes, like jokes you didn't get then, you get the jokes you get now. Like when Jeff Goldberg's saying, that's a really big pile of shit. And it's mm-hmm. like the ter- 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 Triceratops is uh, like Lord, is just like why why is she putting a thing in there? But then it's just the characters as well because that that could have just been like a CGI film where you would fall in love with the dinosaurs, but you fell in love with the characters, and even the kids yeah. weren't annoying in it, which is surprising. I will always remember seeing Jurassic Park on the big screen and being thankful being at that age where I got that Mm -hmm. experience.
1: I think I would still feel like that right now because Mm -hmm. I've never seen Jurassic Park in the cinema. Um, Mm -hmm. We all know my story from the man in the van. It's how I got to watch my first experience of Jurassic Park. But still, it still didn't take away the wonderment of what I was looking at. I was looking at dinosaurs on a screen. <laughs> like and they look fucking real. <laughs> like uh, I would love to see it though, in like even mm-hmm. now, in my forties, I would love to see Jurassic mm-hmm. Park on the big screen. I think it would still hold up to like sentiment wise.
0: No, definitely. And um I would definitely like I know some some cinemas do let you rent it out, like if you get enough people. If I could arrange that, I would say if I can get Jurassic Park on the big screen and try and get all the nerds together, that could be an experience. That would Uh, be
1: amazing. I didn't even know you could do that.
0: Yeah, but I think they only do it with modern movies, though. You can book the cinema for, like, a a party of 200 or or something like that, or 20, but um, maybe something to look into to see if we can arrange a screening of Jurassic Park for the nerds so everyone can experience the wonderment. Uh, But imagine being a kid, seeing that for the first time, like, say... I, I did experience it and I can't even put in words how amazing that would be. But seeing Jurassic Park for the first time on a big screen with people who just love that movie, it where they're not going to be talking or on the phones. Because we didn't have fucking phones back then. It was
1: Exactly. There was no there was no distractions back then, was there?
0: No. And keeping something like that as a, a surprise as well for people now, because if that came out now, you would see every little clip, you would see every little hint or little tease. Um, like I said every little dinosaur like we didn't even know. like uh, I'm not trying to show myself but I think the spitting dinosaur when like it fled up we didn't know that was ever existed until you saw that movie and it was just like this is amazing
1: oh I'm sorry to break it to you but that dinosaur doesn't exist oh no that <laughs> like there was no trailers to
0: say that like no, there, was no, no, oh, that was there no. no,
1: no, trailers that was there no one was being a dick and spoiling it and saying well in actual fact that dinosaur just or doesn't exist it's an amalgamation of two of them um, and <laughs> yeah
0: i understand what you mean sorry <laughs> no certainly so because i'm not like see, i know a lot of these memories come from like our youth stephan goodwill will pick like a not a modern day but like see, i said that, that's probably about like just about under 10 years ago but have you had like any modern day experiences where you've just went shit this is this is something special
1: oh god mine will probably be um do you know what mine probably to be civil war
3: right
1: because I just, I, I've, I have a thing when I, because I go to the cinema with my best mate Carolyn, and I have a tendency when I'm excited, I end up like hitting the side of her leg, mm-hmm. and she gets absolutely sick of it. But I still do it, um, and when when I saw Ant Man, go from Ant Man to Giant Man, I lost mm-hmm. my shit. Like I actually like kind of moved back like on my chair, sat forward and just went like look at that man and then like seeing like Black Panther on the screen and that was and I still she still to this day talks about how I bruised her leg. <laughs> because I was just too excited to see I did I never thought in a million years I would do giant giant man like giant ant man. So Civil War just is the first one that came to my head. No, that's
0: cool. But yeah, I can see why that one, because it, it's one of the things where there was a lot spoilt with uh, Civil War. I know probably with that one, the excitement I got is when we finally got underoos in a Marvel mm-hmm. film. That was uh, my moment. It's like, as soon as it kicked in, the music, and you saw Queens, I was like... <laughs>
3: He's
1: here! <laughs> <in the laughs> we finally got the- him! The- and the fact that he just he turned around and he was just about to say his origin of like and I got biased, but, and he just went I don't need to know
3: yeah
1: and I'm, not, I'm not bothered <laughs> and that was such a, that was a good moment but that was like the first if I'm like probably loads will come to me head over mm-hmm. like the next like course of years talking but that's the first one that I can think of where I generally like got out my seat and was like if hey, hey for goodness I hey for goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Alex, yes, we, we can see the chat as well. So if you've got any questions to throw at us, McDonough's uh, like dad, if you want to ask any questions, we're here uh, we can answer. <laughs> I don't
2: know what he meant. I don't know what he means by that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he was like, the, it's, "Can we see the chat?" But yes, we oh, can. Oh, I
1: think it's because oh, okay. he said hi to you earlier on, and I don't think because he responded, he said hello earlier on. I'm sorry, uh, it's fine. <laughs> we
0: we do get engrossed. Um, like normally, normally the, the 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 captain Goodwill is is the chat. King, but like I say, he is getting a bit more comfortable in front of the camera now so, so he doesn't he's, have he's... to hide behind these little minions <laughs> um, but they're yes fluffers. they're fluffers. So what about you Donna? Any recent experiences or even the last like few years where you've thought, shit yeah this is like something where you worthy?
2: I think most of mine are actually probably more recent movies to be fair but mm-hmm. um, Spider-Man No Way Home like I know it got a lot of mixed but when we went to a uh, cinema to see it and it was absolutely packed out and even mm-hmm. though there was a lot of things we knew were going to happen the mm-hmm. way everybody was cheering and applauding yeah. like everybody applauding in the cinema at once like I had proper goosebumps through the whole thing I came out of the cinema and I was like I want to go see it again like right now that's how <laughs> much I enjoyed the experience with everybody doing it yeah, oh, I love
1: I love that. And when we went to see it, me and Carolyn, it was a really it was a Friday afternoon, and there was hardly anyone there. But there was one girl sat right in the middle by herself, and she was up on her feet. She <laughs> was stamping her feet. She was clapping her hands. She was going absolutely mental. And I was just living through her. I yeah. was like, "That is that is like because I've not been to a
2: cinema where the people have reacted that way before." It's mm-hmm. been a long time since like you I don't really feel like you feel that anymore. But there was a guy no. next to us. Um when you see the three of them, he got up and he was like, Yeah, like, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I
0: think I did that when uh, when Matt showed up. I was like, what's fucking Matt! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you might have been the only one because <laughs> no one got you didn't get any reaction when we went to him.
0: Oh, I was I was gonna I was, I was, I was, that's Matt Murdoch. Nick was good, who? I was gonna oh, i gonna teach you all about Matt. You'll know about Matt by the end of this fucker. <laughs> but then uh, <laughs> yes matt murdoch yes because i've always been a daredevil fan as well like i said um I'm a, when it comes to like the marvel comics i know being like a dc boy but with the marvel fans i was always good with the like the, the city level people like yeah. say, uh daredevil spider-man um punisher and stuff like that so seeing them on the big screen which because to be fair even the netflix show was good but it didn't it mm. with it not being incorporated because I would have loved to seen fucking Matt Murdoch kicking some uh grill ass uh during end game, like I said, that or even the Punisher taking out a few ships, a few shots. But like I said, if they didn't want to consider it as canon, then that that's thing. But that was always like a wasted opportunity for me, Massive especially brutality. when we got the the perfect casting for Matt Murdoch and like I said, with the keep and that aspect as well, that was always brilliant. But yeah, um, I, I love. I'm appreciating No Way Home more now. Yeah. I've got to watch it over again. And and, and it is a flawless movie. It's just, I just wish we didn't have the internet. That's probably safe. We would be fucked because we wouldn't be us. No,
1: (laughs) we wouldn't. uh... But I totally get what you mean. Because when Mm -hmm. we watched it, I think we watched it the same day, Mm -hmm. if not very close to each other. And it was just the, I just feel like I've watched it through the trailer. Yeah. And it was so disheartening. Like I, I came out thinking, "Oh, like that really was just the trailer." Yeah,
0: but Like those elements. But
1: now watching it, I watched it a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" This is <laughs> like Andrew Garfield in that film is amazing. Yeah, didn't appreciate he, him at all as Spider Man.
0: Yeah, he, like I say, he's one of the standouts. But Tom Holland, like, uh, everyone keeps saying, "Oh, Toby's the guy," or, or "Andrew's the guy." He, Tom Holland is. Peter Parker personified, like comic, mm-hmm. TV, like even from like if you watch the the Amazing Spider Man cartoon, like the quips and how he is, the innocence with It, it is Tom Holland,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I love that he loves the role of it so much as well. So, uh, but yeah, I could wax lyrical about. Absolutely. No home for a few hours. Sorry. Um <laughs> now we can actually fucking talk about not the like the trauma it caused us, fucking um the death Jesus. threats and like things Yeah, like, dare you give any spoilers out. Fuck you internet nerds. But yes. Um so Goodwill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yourself, good sir.
4: Well, as I mentioned before we went on, I haven't been to the cinema since twenty seventeen.
2: Mm-hmm. Since wow. the last
4: Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um 2018, obviously, things started to take a turn for the worse for me, so I haven't really had a chance to go back, nor have I had any sort of desire to go back to watch. Because for me, that there, there hasn't been a movie since 2018 where it's just like, yeah, I want to go to the cinema and sit surrounded mm-hmm. by morons who probably won't <laughs> appreciate it as, as much as I do, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm um for me like i said we we mentioned the force awakens um a a little less recent would be avengers assemble Mm
2: -hmm. which
4: at the time was like it was huge it Mm -hmm. was ginormous and like the difficulty i had avoiding spoilers Mm -hmm. because at the time i was i was working all over the place i was uh I was I was freelance. I, I had a little part time job, and it was just like I'm gonna go see. It. I'm gonna go to, it. and it took me like I think it was a week and a half to go and see it. So I mm-hmm. had to avoid everything on the internet for a <laughs> week and a half before I saw it. And but it was one of those where I was sat with my uh, I was sat with my ex girlfriend. We'll you know we're watching, and it. it's just like the same thing. Like you see, you know, you you see Iron Man, you see thought you see it like oh my god, oh my god. It just it was just such a huge spectacle because at this point you you know there was what five six years worth of movies building up this universe yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's now now considering mm-hmm. like how much content there is for Marvel but back then it's just like this was a culmination of like mm-hmm. all of these movies coming in and it was just it was from start to finish amazing mm-hmm. Um that's that's the only like thing I can think of because it's yet yeah, f- for me the force awakens sort of it was star wars mm-hmm. and it was like i can appreciate this now i can i have got a love for star wars and it was just like this is the peak experience for me but next yeah. to that absolutely avengers assembled because at that point let's be honest it, we had never seen anything like this in big screen cinema. Now it's just like, how many Avengers movies has it been? Yeah, and then we've got yeah. the a DC version and it's like, oh, this yeah. is the most ambitious crossover. Oh no, this one isn't. But then mm-hmm. it was just like, holy shit. And like, even mm-hmm. if you weren't a Marvel fan, you went to see this movie because <laughs> it was huge. It was ginormous. And like, Oh, I did not it overtake Avatar or was it yeah. very close to Avatar? No, no, I took
0: over it. It I think Avatar re-released itself. Uh, no, no. Yeah. actually yeah. no no I am wrong, sorry. This one didn't. Endgame was, did. Endgame yeah. did. Yeah, Endgame but this did. this was
4: this was fairly huge. And like I said, even yeah. non-Marvel oh, yeah. fans were going to see it. But this was as a as a person who I appreciated DC Marvel, I appreciated superheroes. I was never hundred percent in Vested mm-hmm. in superheroes, no. this like and watching all the moves and leading this up, it, it was it was astounding to me. And I, I've always said my involvement in Marvel ended with Endgame. Like mm-hmm. that was my cutoff. And I'm like, you know what? As a self-contained series of films and a couple of TV shows, I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. So for me, seeing that first Avengers, I mean, the second one was a bit, but seeing Aww. the first one, mm-hmm. it it was just it blew me away like yeah and and i thought well if this is if this is the trajectory that marvel is going in yeah we're going to get and we did we mm-hmm. you know we got great films we got end game
0: yep yeah. no i can say it was always yeah. like the, the blueprint of the start of how it can work <laughs> and you have to admit though as well the egos that were involved come together and like playing nicely with each other as well because to be yeah. fair like these were not small actors and sharing screen time and not like they were stars of their own movies. Yeah. Thing everyone was worried, how are they going to coexist? How are they going to um, share the spotlight or like trying to overshadow each other? But no, it was like quite harmony and everyone kind of got them type of elements. And no, I, I, it was a moment in time that I think we probably don't appreciate now. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's kind of expecting, because everyone's waiting to shit on Marvel now, or the kind of like um, wait for them to fail. The waiting for
1: a fuck up. They're expecting a fuck up. Yeah,
0: that's that's all the people are doing now, and that's the fandoms we are got. Like we do have our own faults with that at times. Like say we are the expectation that Marvel have given us, but again, it's oversaturation and stuff. We could go a lot. Further <laughs> in that, but yeah, it was the first time where Marvels, like as a thing, went. This is what we've got. This is how we put together. Be this, and nobody has to this date. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Totally agree.
2: I but- still love going to see Marvel movies even now. Too. Though, like the mm-hmm. feeling when the opening credits and the tune comes on, I always have a feeling of excitement. But I was just thinking earlier, you know, like back years ago when we'd watch. Marvel movies, and you were like one of only like three, four, five people with yeah. credit, and you're sitting there with like, "Hey, you're all oh, leaving, you're missing out." You have got this like little smug feeling going. Yeah, you're of other people over there. Like everyone yeah. scares now, but I always like sitting there, like feeling all smug. <laughs> oh, just, no, like, I, 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 I
0: still know. I still judge people who get up and walk out. It's like what you're yeah. doing. Like yeah. even yesterday, me and Jake were laughing. What because uh, Ant Man? There's two end and enc- and enc- credit enc- enc- things. So the yeah. first one come up. And I was like quickly on Google, can what you're doing? I went, I'm just checking to see if there's another one.
3: <laughs> so
0: it's just yeah. like making sure. But um no, but like I say, Marvel made that cool again. Cause yeah, they the, did. It's, a lot of films have done it in the past, like Masters in the Universe was a big famous one that had a end credit scene and stuff like that.
1: Scream has one. mm mm-hmm. New Scream film has one. Um I re, uh, me and Carolyn sit and we go through all the names. On the list that comes up and we thank them out loud, we really, I'm not that sad. Up. I'm sorry, yeah. You <laughs> need to do something while you're waiting for it to come up, so we, you know, we, thank... we usually just
2: pick out the most funny sounding names yeah. and pick up ourselves.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But... I did, um, I did get wrong of someone on one of the end credit scenes of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 when mm-hmm. the lady, the golden lady, had her had the pod behind her. And she's going, I, and she's talking about what she's going to name her new specimen. And I was like, Oh my God, it's Adam, like really loud. And the woman, and then she went, I think I'll call him Adam. And the woman behind us went, Are hey, you fucking kidding us? I went, Oh God, I didn't spoil the fight. You. you didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't know the pod was where Adam Warwick was born, fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know. He was in the first one. If you were paying close attention, but yeah, yeah I, she went, Are oh, you fucking kidding us? I was kidding. Like, you, you didn't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you seen a comic, book? Um, he defeated Thanos. Uh, he fucking did. <laughs> but yes, um, my Monday one, and I'm and Sam's probably going to be punching herself in the face for not mentioning this one.
1: No, I know exactly what you're going to say, and yeah. I'm I, I'm gonna I, I was going to jump in later like, earlier on and see it, but not going. <laughs>
0: um, was Ghostbusters afterlife? Um it didn't break the wheel, but God was it emotional. And God did it have everything that you wanted in a Ghostbuster film since and I dare say since Ghostbusters One. Because I love Ghostbusters too, but we've had that discussion yeah. with where it goes and like say what it could have been type thing. It's not a bad movie. And then we got the remake. Um or the reboot, shall we say. Re- um, reboot. Oh, shit. Which, again, has its merits. It just wasn't Ghostbusters. This is what they give us, a Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. And the cast was perfect. Paul Rudd. And, again, I'll watch Paul <laughs> Rudd just, just <laughs> dancing. Just with anything, he's just fun to watch. But and having the way they did it as well um, brought back old memories teased you, the sounds and I never thought I would get goosebumps Goosebumps, and almost like I cried twice during this movie at the cinema, I cried when when they lit up the protopacks for the first time in the field and you hear the noise and it sounds identical to Ghostbusters 1 and the reaction because that would have been my reaction to lighting up a, a proton pack as well Mm-hmm. And I cried when, like I say, the, the CGI um, my ghost of uh, Egon came in to help her, even though you knew it was coming. You knew for a fine fact that I was going to have it happen. And...
1: I didn't think like that, though. Mm-hmm. Like I knew it was coming, but not to that extent, not to where we could physically see him. Mm-hmm. That was the shocker.
0: But even like, say having Goza back, and Goza was quite menacing and like general uh, gender fluid and like even a bit hot. I would like say out of banned Goza. I'm not gonna lie. Fuck yeah, um, that
1: costume was amazing.
0: But saying <laughs> that at the cinema, and like again, because I think we watched the first trailer and we went, we're not gonna watch anymore. Yeah, that we stayed it. away for it. And having all the elements, and like say that la young last Phoebe, I can't remember her name. Uh,
1: McKenna Grace.
0: McKenna Grace wow as a mini egon as well and the performances even will uh wolf Hart was just i'd say um stranger things he, yeah. like, he wasn't like he was just a a young kid and podcast i'd say even though we do a podcast i i absolutely fell in love with podcast and the mini marshmallows i thought yep. they would have been shit and they weren't they were just everything just flowed nicely and I'm glad it's one of them things where you, you go into a film scared that they're going to ruin something.
1: Yeah, I I get that. I, I, I do get that, given how much Ghostbusters like means to us. Um, mm. I actually went to see it twice. Um, one with Carolyn, where, where we got into an argument with the bloody woman who was trying to tell us that we were going to miss the first five minutes of the film. And I was like, and we get excuse me, and she was like, oh yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna cut the first five minutes and just go straight into it, and it proper booted off in the cinema to the point where Mm. someone had to come in and explain, oh no, we're just you're not gonna watch the trailers, we're just gonna start the film. I was like, you could fucking explain that. I was like, I'm not moving out this cinema. The second time was with my parents. Mm. That was that was magical. That is mm-hmm. something I'll carry with us for a long time because I put them through a lot as a kid <laughs> with that <laughs> film. Um, I don't exaggerate when I say that it's all I watched mm-hmm. 24-7. Once I finished, it would be rewound and be back, back on again. So I put them through a lot. So to sit in between my mum and dad watching that, like my mum freaking out over the terror dogs, but my mm-hmm. dad at the end just going, that was a Ghostbusters film. Yeah. It was just lovely. I will, I will treasure that moment. Definitely,
0: and that's why I think for the people our age. Sorry, you youngins, I uh, there, but <laughs> <laughs> who got to experience Ghostbusters the first way around, and not the gearkeep. Fuck Ghostbusters as ours. I'm Not sharing. Um and they didn't betray what, like, like the background because I think I've, I've made the. the my type of opinion about ghosts as well if you take the jokes out of ghostbusters it's a scary fucking film
3: yeah
0: and this was the same if you take the jokes out of this it's still a scary film and with good jump scares and good timing in it as well Mm -hmm. um and it's like making you believe in something so absurd like like that you could get fucked over by a marshmallow man was as a kid was brilliant, but doing it in a different way. um could have not get excited there. Um
1: <laughs> They still had the same they still had the same beats as what you what you got from the first one, but just in a whole refreshing way that you didn't actually mind it. Um I think Ivan Reitman not Ivan Reitman, Jason Reitman. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ivan's gone. Um I think he is I think he's gonna steer this in such a direction that it's it's gonna transcend but he's not directing the.
0: He's not directing the next film. He wrote it. Right.
1: He's he's handed it. Off. So he wrote he wrote and directed it with his partner. Mm-hmm. Um, for the first one. Now they're swapping over. He's right. directing it, and he's taking a bit of a backseat. So right. they're kind of swapping over, but he's still very much involved in it. Cool. Oh. So, so they enjoy
2: being able to take the kids to see this one as well.
1: Yeah.
0: How did they
2: react to it? The costume as well. They Loved it obviously. I don't think it's um they had the same reaction as what like me and Tookie did or my sister, but mm-hmm. they, they did enjoy. I think they were more impressed of me in my um inflatable costume.
0: <laughs> yes, tell us this story, Donna, because um there is photograph <laughs> evidence on the internet of uh your experience. Why didn't I with... know? Why
1: don't I know this?
0: Oh, yes, tell, <laughs> tell us a tale, Donna.
2: <laughs> I just <laughs> <laughs> i think i just like dressing up like the first time I ever <laughs> never
3: <dressed>
2: up, <laughs> the first time i actually got dressed up for the cinema was to see um pirates of the caribbean 3 when i was a teenager oh, i wow. when when i absolutely adored the first two pirates movies like i would just watch them constantly in the house to the point my dad got sick of them so when i could go see pirates of the caribbean 3 i'm like oh i'm going to make an effort for this and um, I didn't really have like um, like money and shit. So I got an old white school t-shirt and I stained it with a load of coffee and stuff to make oh, it look wow. like legit. And um, so I spent ages making that. I had it hanging out on the line for like two days, but then it stunk of coffee. So I'm like spraying it with everything to get rid of it. Um, right. And uh, I remember walking around Sunderland tra- beforehand, actually, and some random child was like, why are you dressed as a pirate for? I hope you're going to the cinema. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the cinema. And they're like, oh, well, that's good then. I'm like... That
1: was a, such an argument.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, since then, I think I've done it quite a few more times. Um, and then for Paris of the Caribbean, I don't know why we decided to buy... No, not for Paris, for Ghostbusters. I don't know why I got this inflatable, and I hate being inside it, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go wireless, and I'm going to go to a geek retreat and have a milkshake. And We walked into a geek retreat, and I remember, like, deflating it and there was like three lads playing cards and they're like oh my god it's a girl in there and like, <laughs> now <and laughing>.
3: like, <laughs> we've we're been invaded. And,
2: <laughs> and there's like random kids like stopping to get a photo with us and stuff and i had a nightmare with the shoes trying because i wanted to wear like boots or something to keep my feet warm but you couldn't fit the costume over them um well eventually got to the cinema the guy who worked there was taking photos and we walked into the screening and everyone like started cheering us at the front of screen <laughs> in costume. It was a nightmare getting up the stairs. But yeah, it was fun.
0: And Donna wonders why we call her the famous Donna.
1: That is so cool though. <laughs>
3: she's,
0: she's I'd wear she's it
2: not... to a convention, but I'd probably just die in there. It's like a greenhouse when you're in it. Yeah. I
0: was going to see I Sonny Conn had passed out of the heat last year. It was that, that warm in there. But, um I wouldn't like to wear like some of the outfits people were worn I was like how the fuck are they not dying mm. but, <laughs> but but yes so thinking about as well because I know that it's like favorite movies and stuff like that but what would you say is like your most memorable moment in like in cinema like when you're sitting there and having an experience where it, something something's happened on the screen and just <laughs> and it's just been so much better because you're at that cinema
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say something else because the first thing that comes to my mind is when I went to see The in Part 2 and I fucking levitated out my seat. That's well, not did very it. interesting. Oh, the whole cinema was pissing the pants laughing at us. I was completely... It was the scene where he goes, get out of my house! And he mm. shouts at her, I jumped And I Mm. levitated out my seat and I made a little scream at the same time. (laughs) And Carolyn was wetting herself and the whole cinema was just laughing at us. And I was like, I I don't give a shit. That was fucking terrifying. (laughs) I'll
0: change the the question now. We'll come back to the one I just asked. What's your most embarrassing moment? Right
1: (laughs) there. Right there.
0: (laughs) So have you had any embarrassing moments, Goodwill? Yeah, I walked
4: out of a movie once. Oh. Uh, First and only time I've ever done it.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Um, I was at uh, View Cinemas in Hartlepool, drove all the way to Hartlepool Mm -hmm. uh, to watch this bloody movie because Mm -hmm. uh, my girlfriend at the time, she was like, oh, let's go to the cinemas, let's go to the cinemas. Goodwill, you're such
0: a player. Well,
4: (laughs) yeah. Um, Yeah. um, There was nothing I really wanted to see on. I think it was and. Eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. There was nothing I wanted to watch, so she was like, "Oh, let's go see Superbad." And I will say this to this day: Superbad is a movie adequately reviewed by its own title.
2: Oh my Uh, god! You know what? I actually find this movie funny. Me
4: too. I, I, for some reason, I just couldn't Mm -hmm. get into it. And and an hour in, I was just like, "Done." Yeah. And we just upped and left, and it was the other. But everyone looking at you. Like you just like dropped out of a dog's ass. You doing? You, you, you walking out of the cinema? This is this is Seth Rogan. This look at, you need to appreciate him. Appreciate Seth Rogan. I'm just like not shit, and I just walked out. And it's the only film I've uh, I've I've just ever walked out of, and Aww. just have the stares of Hartlepudlians just
0: looking at you. To be fair, to be fair though, it's a very like. Yeah, I get the joke. Well it's the joke's exactly the same all the way through. It's it's a one note, but um it's kind of like American pie ramped up. Um, like say why to the extreme. Gonna... But no no, it's not a bad it's like down to personal <laughs> preference. I can understand why people would like it all. To each their own. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah. not a bad thing. Um What about you? I've got a funny story, but uh what about you, Donna?
2: Uh <laughs> I think that I've mentioned it in the chat before but i think mine's probably when i was seeing knocked up and i was pregnant and uh when she starts vomiting into the bin i ended up needing to vomit and i had to puke into my cup in oh, no. did you <laughs>
0: stay for the whole film of... as well what did you stay for the whole film as well I or did? Did
2: we just... yeah it was a good movie <laughs> <laughs> i've got a better one though for tooky right so... I think it was Civil War or something, and it was dark because I we running slightly late. And then um, we got some nachos, and he uh, dropped the two cheese tubs down it's... his whole body. Oh, <laughs> We had, like, two napkins, and I'm trying to, like, help him clean it up. <laughs> he basically ended up sitting there covered with cheese sauce oh. for the whole time.
0: <laughs> oh, he would have stung as well because it... Um, cause... <laughs> Cause I know uh, to get it like, <laughs> as runny as it does as well, they, they put the natural—they're uh, not the natural the jalapeno juice in the cheese to make yeah. it runnier
2: I remember getting a nacho, I'm trying to scoop it
0: <laughs> No one knew you toys would have been licking it off of him as well just like licking his t-shirt or you, you filthy animal I just remember uh,
2: dripping down on him and I was trying to like seriously calm down to watch the movie and I think I was like crying, laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> Well
0: done for stayed. staying though Well done for staying, I wouldn't have stayed out if I, I wouldn't have stayed, stayed. I um,
2: I wasn't late, and
0: I'm for it. <laughs> I've had two embarrassing moments that i will probably live for us uh, for the rest of my life. Two involved dates. Uh, don't worry, it wasn't any pre pre uh, pre ejaculation or anything like that. So don't get your hopes up. Um, the first one was. Can um, you remember Becky from college? Yes. I went. I was. I went on a date with her, to, um, and we went to see Three Kings.
1: Right. You, know the,
0: you know the George Clooney movie?
1: Yes. I, and,
0: and like I say, not many people do, but people who know me well, um, I have a huge phobia of needles. Right. Like, <laughs> I, like, I, I on occasion, pass out on the mere sight of it. So there's a part in the Three Kings movie where George Clooney, or one, I don't know if it was George Clooney, or one of the actors had a, like, a, like a burst lung, a uh, uh, like and the lung deflated, so they needed to uh, put a uh, a needle or like an injection into his chest yeah. to to like say to get air in out of his lung to to basically because he'd been shot. Something I can't remember the like think it's It was a bit of a blur. As um, soon as they pulled out the needle, I stood up and went right. I'm just going to go trying to be all cool got the thing. Looked at the screen and as they punched it in, I blacked out and fell over a <gasps> rose in front of us. People in like painting and I, I just went forward and just rolled over everyone to the point. Of...
1: Oh my <laughs> god, how do I not know this story?
0: <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, so I had to be picked up and carried out because I'd, I'd fainted during the cinema.
2: That's actually amazing. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, so did you like. Tumbled over
0: the top of people. Yeah, tumbled over the people in front row because this oh is the time where, where <laughs> the cinemas used to be busy. Like on a Friday, I think it was a Friday <laughs> or Saturday night. Um, was it was
1: a ball to roll on you.
0: Yeah. yeah, but I was a lot thinner then. I was a little seltz so I was I wasn't the chubby bastard I am today. So um I wasn't too much of a weight on people. But yeah, I just like stood up. And uh, went, I don't feel well, and just tumbled over everyone what in front of, did, of us. What did Becky do? I can't remember. Like, I see, everything was a blur. But I don't think I went out or too many times after that. I was uh,
2: going we got a second date. <laughs> um, wow.
0: Definitely didn't get laid, put it that way, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, wow. again, the this, this second one, it, it's probably more to do with me. Um, uh, But... Uh, I went on. a I was going on a date with this girl, and it was like, I'm not saying her name. I don't think. Um, probably, uh, but yeah, it was going well. Like um, I said, chatting away, having a good time. We we went to. Oh, what film shall we go and see? There wasn't much on the cinema. I went. Oh, we'll see this new Pixar movie. It looks great. It's about a flying house. What can be sad about this? Oh my god! <laughs> so I took a seat up, and within the first fifteen minutes, I was crying like a baby. And she's like, "Look, now stand the us, and I was like, "Blubbering, good."
3: This is this is unfair. Why can't you not be alive? Oh and
0: um, yeah, so she went like afterwards. She went, "Did you enjoy that?" it was it was a watch. Went, do you cry at films, do you? I mean, yeah. So then she didn't want a second date after that
2: <laughs> because you cried at a movie. A cut because that wouldn't yeah. have bothered me. Like no, I would I have, have been crying either. alongside. you, yeah. yeah, So <laughs>
3: yeah. But yes, so
0: I I, like I say, I just broke down in tears, like, I, I, because you thought, oh, this is a nice little Pixar movie about an old guy and like I say, balloons on his house and a little weird kid and like a dog called Doug. But yeah, it broke me within 15 <laughs> oh. minutes. I never recovered and couldn't get a second date afterwards.
1: I would not have been asked if someone had cracked. I, <laughs> I remember at the end of Ghostbusters, I had my friends sitting at the other side when I was with my mum and dad and... It, obviously the end had just happened and she went to go and stand up. Now when we sit down, sit down, mm-hmm. the supposed credit scene, just sit. But yeah, I don't
0: um, give a shit
1: if anyone sees me crying. But
0: I was, um, this is probably letting the tricks out now. I was very, Um, I used to have a move, shall we say. Oh my God. Um, when it comes to like going on dates in the cinemas, I know it's like favourite experiences, so it, it's... Uh, <laughs> I to sound like <laughs> such a dickhead. Um, well, more of a dickhead, shall we say? Um, when I got out of my relationship with the the crazy one from Manchester, um, oh, yeah. that basically I, I went off the rails a little bit and was going like, like I need to date everyone and everyone and anything and everything um basically uh, anything any goal any hole was a goal um
3: Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> but um <laughs> basically i would use all the dating websites and stuff and i used to have a, a, a routine so i would arrange to go on a date and we would go into william jameson's so uh, weather spoons because i'm classy like that mm-hmm. uh, for the for the cheap drinks, and. When we met up, because most time when you're meeting these lasses online, you haven't really had a conversation with them. You're just yeah. like chatting with them and saying, "Oh, let's let's go and have a d- date and stuff like that." Just gonna uh, take
4: some notes. Go
0: ahead. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I had it. so there was so there's two things that could happen here. So if the last had good banter and we got on, we just carried on drinking and the night went wherever it was. If if shall we say we didn't get on or they were boring as sin, with it being neither sinner, I used to take them the pictures so I didn't have to talk to them. And that was my little routine. So I used to go back in the borough after a date. It was either if they were with us, we'd been having a good night. And if I was by myself, we would in the pictures and I'd seen them off. Oh
1: my. <laughs> so, yes.
0: God. So there. You
1: had a move.
0: Yes. You I was a slut. dickhead. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> you
0: slut. I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so that was always the routine. So any girls that I've been on a date with in the past, if I did take you the pictures on the first date, I'm really sorry.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever been... Oh, no, I did. My first... I was just thinking I don't think I've ever been on a date um, cinema-wise, but it was mine and Aunt's first ever date, was mm-hmm. we went and see Spider-Man. <laughs> go
0: Spider-Man We went, and you we went to see
1: Spider-Man 3. <laughs> um, we bumped into Emma on the way down, and then mm-hmm. I ended up in the Ivy afterwards. Yeah, but we went to see Spider Man 3 of all the Spider Mans. That's the one we went on our first date. But saying that, we have been together 16 years this year, so it can't have been too bad.
4: No, I, I broke up with a girlfriend in the cinema once.
1: In wow. the cinema?
4: <laughs> well,
1: didn't so she not, don't me. not like Star That's Trek? She, no,
4: she <laughs> don't, she don't me. Right. Well, oh. In the so, cinema. So we were going to see. No have not been back. I
3: know.
4: <laughs> Uh, this was, oh God, eight years ago, early mid 2000s. And we'd got the tickets. I can't remember what movie, movie it was, but we got the tickets. And the Cine World in Middlesbrough, there's like there's uh, theatres on the ground floor. Then There's then a middle floor with a bar and like a waiting area, like a lounge. And then right. there's an upper floor with more cinemas. So the screen was on the upper floor. So we're like, well, we'll wait in the lounge and have a few pints and stuff like that. And she dumped me. In the lounge, right? all the pictures. I'd paid for the tickets, Paul. She, I got us some drinks. <gasps> we sat down. We were talking. She then dumped me and then said, should we go and watch the movie then?
3: No.
0: I literally I, stood up and I went. Good, uh, good well, I'm going to support you. Name and shame the bitch. Name her so I can get the pitchforks out and burn the cunt."
4: <laughs> I don't want it because she's got a unique name so I don't really want to name in shame
1: but I, you? I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you after I would have done it
4: <laughs> Sarah I'm calling you out so Sarah yeah. you're a dick yeah how dare Married. you treat Goodwill this way Married with children, how dare you? So mm-hmm. she... She yeah, was married she, at the time, are you? No, God. no, we're married now. Obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, so we were sat there and she went, should we go see the film? And I just stood up. And this is the first time like, I've, I've proper stormed. I, I, I just stood up and I went, well, I hope you are got to be happy. Slammed the ticket down and just walked <laughs> out of the cinema, right. got the bus home, and that was it. And my phone, right, all the way through the night, never stopped ringing. Never. And I was like, oh, I'm not fucking re- answering you. Sh- she no?
1: regretted the goodwill.
4: No, yeah. never. 25 fucking quid I've just spent in you and you just fucking dumped me. No, no, no. Gonna... Goodwill, I, I, do you
1: know what? I would have actually went to go and see the film.
4: But this is ask, this podcast, think... this episode is is un, is unearthing deep trauma now.
1: <laughs> it really is for you.
4: <laughs>
1: Paul's like, dirty it, secrets. You're <laughs> getting traumatic. Yeah, and i
0: only just remembered that. Yeah, i only just remembered Done people getting wanked off.
1: I know, Jesus. <laughs> I thought and it wasn't even in, in the VIP
0: booth. There's some stuff that went under that VIP booth in Summon Empire. I'm not gonna <laughs> summon hedge, got over it.
1: Hey. <laughs> oh, I thought this was just having a coat over experience. your laptop. <laughs> Wow, I am so innocent. Like, this is totally lost on me.
0: <laughs> oh, shut sure, up, man. You've had a cheeky finger in the back row. Didn't even I lie.
1: Have <laughs> I have not.
0: <laughs> in those new seats that move around.
2: <laughs> oh my
0: gosh.
2: And then them things are fucking annoying. One of them sounds like seagull sex. It's squeaky every time. You...
1: <laughs> I did not know where you were going with that one. <laughs> it's there's so funny
4: though, because I. Like, I I can't remember what film it was, but it was it was an action film. And you're just sat in your you're sat in your seat just watching it. And you just see like this certain row, and they're just like <laughs> like that and no one's reacting or anything. They're just moving like that. And I'm just like, it's like the old Star Trek when they just like every time the ship got hit, they just used to just rock around in the fucking seat and nothing else was moving.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I think your dad's right taking notes from us now because he said he loves that and move, so Wow. I thought he said
2: movie. I thought he said he loves that movie, and I was wondering
0: which one. <laughs> no, he loves wow. the move. So he's take everyone, take notes. This is how you have to be an ultimate knob. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: have you had any run-ins uh, at the cinema where you've gotten like really angry with someone for being too loud? No, uh, but
0: did uh, this? This is a good story because this is where I realised I loved cinema more than I loved people. Yeah. Um. I went with a group of friends, and it was probably one that I still like the film, but it's it's not the greatest film. It was, uh, I went to see Judge Dredd at the movie, the Stallone oh, yeah. one. Um, you know where he's like, take these oh, But yeah. I, really um, like I went with a group of friends, and they weren't enjoying it, so they were all acting themselves from popcorn about just acting the lads. And I was getting more annoyed at them because they were my mates and mm-hmm. things. So I actually got up where we were sitting and moved to the other side of the cinema and sat by myself just so I can watch it. Like I got ridiculed afterwards, but, um, it was, oh. it, it was like when I realized like, see, uh, like say, I didn't need to have that social element when it comes to the cinema, it could be like more individual to me or someone who I can appreciate it with.
3: Yeah.
0: Cause that's like kind of like mine and wife's really special, uh, Time as well because, like, we see the way we go to the cinema, it's like where we bond and stuff. Um, we love going to the mm-hmm. cinema. And I, I know again, just talking about nearly bad experiences. Um, Nick nearly dumped us one time because we arranged to go to see Jackass the movie. And
3: mm-hmm.
0: because uh, Nick was a big fan of the Jackass, I wasn't bothered, but um, she arranged the time she was going to come and pick us up, and I'd fallen asleep, <sighs> so so she was sitting outside the front of my house, bibbing away thinking i'd uh stood her up would just falling asleep but luckily i woke up in time and we managed to see the movie but yeah oh. um it was almost curtains for me and my lovely wife because oh. i was a lazy bastard have you had the experience where the kids are just like running around like
4: fucking crazy no um, um... i i went to see quantum of solace in the cinema mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why is the kids kid saying that the kids had just walked in, like they just ran in, like they'd obviously gone to see something else, and they've been yeah. absolute dickheads. And the staff were doing nothing. And this kid was just like, he came into the theater and he's running around, running around, ha ah, ah, ha ah, ah, ha and he tripped and broke his nose mm-hmm. right in front.
1: Oh,
3: that
4: like, is absolutely I swear to God, everyone just went.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <Like> They're <that, laughs> well, just clapping and cheering and you just like sort of blood pouring everywhere. Oh.
1: oh, when we went to see um, Jurassic World, one of them we went, me, Carolyn and a friend went, and there was we we had like a row of kids sitting next to us, and they were the most well behaved kids I have ever sat next to. But what was really annoying was the two teenagers sat in front of us, gobbing away, gobbing, gobbing, gobbin, to the point where my friend just stood up and stood behind them and went, I'd expect it from them not from you and just walked he walked out the cinema he went and go and sit in his car and the film had just started and he was outlift <laughs> and he sat there through the whole he we were like can you not just come back in he was like no nah, i've made an absolute tit of myself like i'm just gonna <laughs> stay <laughs> he got free cinema passes though like he got free tickets he because he, he he proper stormed out like like slammed the door, and the staff had seen him and said, "Is everything all right?" And he went, "No, I've just lost my temper with two kids who were kicking off and, and and he and they apologized to him and give him free stuff." <laughs> i like, Jesus! But yeah, them kids were so well behaved.
0: I've got a story about Emma as well, like a nice story. Well, not not so nice. Um, she nearly got me a crack in the cinema once. Oh my god! Why? we all went? We all went to see. Well, oh. <laughs> I went to see, well, with a girlfriend at the time, we were seeing Jeepers and Creepers, at, and we bumped into Emma, and I think Claire might have been there, um, at Borden Cinema, and they were going to see it at the same time, so we sat next to each other,
3: mm-hmm. and with it
0: being scary, like say Jeepers and Creepers, Emma kept on getting, like, shocks, so she kept on kicking the chair in front of her by accident, just because she was <laughs> getting jumps, and this guy was keeping turning round and looking, and with me being the only bloke out of them, he kept on looking at me. I was like, oh, fucking hell. I was just like, sorry. And, but she kept on getting shocks and doing it. And then when we got out, he stormed up to us and went, are you fucking kidding us, mate? I went, what? He went, you, uh, she was kicking me chair. I went, why? I have a word with her, not me. But he was, he, was got, he was squaring up to us and everything. I was like, oh, fucking hell. I want to get a crack here just because Emma was getting scared. So... It's a, it's amazing how people react in the cinema in there. But no, I've not kicked off anyone. But that was the closest I have to getting punched off someone. and It was wow. off our lovely friend Emma.
1: <laughs> I, I watched it. We went to go and see Dunkirk. We went um, in on a Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. and it was such a lovely experience because everyone in there was of the gen- of a generation that understood mm-hmm. Dunkirk. Either parents themselves, do you know what I mean? It was like an older older audience. But in there was like me and Carolyn and two of the young'uns, mm-hmm. and these young young'uns were just giving it this and laughing, and uh, this old guy in the middle of it just went, this is not a funny situation. This is real life. This happened to my family. Like, he proper, he did lay it on thick a bit, but <laughs> he just went, have a bit of respect. <laughs> and the minute he said that, they got up and walked out.
3: Yeah.
1: And it was, yeah. uh, but he, watching it with them, honestly, it just, it was a lovely experience. <laughs>
0: going back to the question I asked before we started talking about the horrible experiences or um, oh. strange ones <laughs> what was the like like would you say like a, a movie moment that you saw that made you either get out of your seat to like say yes or like feel like them goosebumps the warm and fuzzy feelings mm. um I'll go to Donna first
2: um <laughs> I don't know I just casually us. um I don't know if I'm answering this properly or not, but... yeah, no, it's uh, fine. There's a, a couple. Um, going to see Inside Out with the mm-hmm. two. Right? Oh. And I know this one doesn't really fit, but... Um, so, one of the things I really liked about this movie, because I know some people who say it's depressing and stuff, but mm-hmm. where Riley you know she goes on the bus and she runs away and everything and she like breaks down starts crying and then gets back and cuddles her dad like and had me in tears and now and I was so emotional with it but I, I like that it shows kids that it's okay to have them emotions and not everything because yeah. most like Disney movies like show everything is perfect and stuff it's okay to have them emotions and not everything's going to be perfect and I kind of like that about it so um that did not answer the question you asked, did it? No, no, it did
0: perfectly. Not no, it did, no, it was lovely. It did. It's like, I didn't expect you like to be jumping up things it's like where it's moved something inside of you where you
2: mm-hmm.
0: had that memory and you can take away and keep that memory type thing. Yeah.
2: Even now, every time I watch Inside Out, when she gets off that bus and starts crying and cuddles <laughs> my dad like I am in floods of tears. Uh,
1: every time. Donna, I cry all the way through that film. It's just like, every, like because it's all about emotion, it's all our day is going through the emotions.
0: And, and just to po- point out, Sam is not going through the change. It's just how she is. <laughs> She's not that old.
1: Well, I am, but <laughs> I what about you? that old today.
0: Oh, bless you. You look fine. If you're, you're about <laughs> a seven out of ten. That's... <laughs> I'll
1: take it. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> what about
4: you, Goodwill? Ignore him, Sammy. Sammy, you look majestic. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: now,
3: thanks. Charm
4: will. Um, he's after getting you
3: frost them tips. I'll
1: do it. <laughs>
0: after those oh. final pants. Um <laughs>
1: final
0: pants. <laughs> <laughs> the border to Bordeaux <laughs> yeah. where no trekkies has been before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, oh
3: my. Anyway,
0: back on topic.
4: Um, <laughs> for my for, for me, it was the 25th anniversary HD screening of Back to the Future Part One.
3: Hmm. Oh,
4: obviously, I was just a twinkle in me daddy's nutsack when the original came <laughs> out in 1985. So to have the opportunity to see this scientifically perfect film in <laughs> HD on the big screen, fuck yeah,
3: fuck yeah,
4: and again at the one part where i was just like yes it's when the the van opens and you can hear the delorean starting up and it's that mm. wine, that mm. that very unique wine that uh spielberg and lucas films have in some of their uh films spe- specifically the De- back to the future and it's just that bit um where the delorean starts spinning up and it goes back in time and it's just oh to 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 witness back to the future and experience what people must have experienced in 85 when they first seen it. Mm. It was it was so memorable. And I, I wish and I know they did this for the Wrath of Khan and stuff like that. I just wish it happened more often. I wish they mm-hmm. just did like a retro screening of yeah. like a really good film every so often, just to experience, just to yeah. say to like people of you know my age or younger to say experience what yeah. your parents experienced in the 70s and 80s with mm-hmm. these with these films like i would i would love to sit and go through the holy trilogy uh a new hope and empire and, mm-hmm. and experience mm-hmm. them in the cinema
3: mm-hmm.
4: you know, and yeah I mean, I do that. but for for me watching back to the future all the way through i'm i've seen that film hundreds of times mm-hmm. but seeing it in the cinema i was gripped yeah, because it it was just, I mean, it was HD, so it was it looked cleaner than it had ever mm. been back then, and um, and just all the way through. And I even stayed for the credits as well because I just <laughs> thought, no, I've got Huey Lewis and Surround sound. I'm gonna <laughs> sit here and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get back in time. And I just <laughs> it, it, I loved it, and it reignited my love uh, for that. Film. Oh,
2: yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah, no,
1: I love that.
0: What about you, Sammy? Oh.
1: The- there's there's one that comes to my mind, there's probably hundreds, but there's one that comes to my mind and it's, it came out was when I first saw Wonder Woman. Mm. Um, At the time I was writing for a comic book underground and I was doing just articles on uh, women in comics, women in super like women superheroes, just women, what, whatever genre that went into, like as in, was it writing comics back? Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I'm going off ta- on a tangent there. No, that's um, fine. But yeah, it was when it came out of Wonder Woman. I've never felt I've never felt that kind of empowerment before through a movie. Mm-hmm. I was incredibly engrossed in it. I just kept thinking to myself, I would have loved to overhear how a younger girl feels watching that. Do they have the same kind of emotions that I'm going through right now? Because um, it was incredibly empowering.
3: Mm-hmm. And I've
1: never felt that before yeah but yeah that was that's the first one that comes to my mind no, I actually great. wanted to
2: mention the uh, Wonder Woman movie as well um it was the first movie that me and my mum went to see together at the cinema because she doesn't really go to the cinema that much but she absolutely adored the tv series with Linda Carter and she always used to act it out and stuff so yeah when that got released I'm like oh, I'm going to take me mum to see this and like she was engrossed like all the way through the movie it was really good it's
1: just it's such a, it really hits like I I don't know for anyone else but it really hit me in a place I never expected, and mm-hmm. I went home and I wrote this massive article about how how I would I love I would love to have had that as a, as a little girl, and I'm not saying that my experiences at, when I was younger are bad. It's just I would have liked to have I feel like that would have I don't know build a bit more confidence than what I actually had as a kid, mm-hmm. um. And I wonder if that's how kids now, is that what they're taking away from it? Or am I seeing something completely no, different? No, no, it's
0: it's it's all about, like, say, getting something out there so people can see it's not just, again, not to start stoking fires here, but it's not just like the white man protecting over everything that every woman mm-hmm. needs, man, a, yeah. a damsel in distress. It's similar with um, how the black community is feeling now, about The Little Mermaid, or yeah. uh, the new Peter Pan remake with having the black t- Tinkerbell. Like, it's representation, and seeing the yeah. representation on the big screen is important. And again, for the, the morons that's complaining, well, it wasn't like that in the original. We're talking about like fucking fictional characters here. Yeah. But seeing um, the reactions to little girls, seeing a black princess or a black mermaid, saying, she's got my hair, she's got yeah. my skin, and it's just so powerful, and that's the thing that cinema can do. Yeah. And I know we've talked about movies and stuff, but imagine them little girls sitting on the cinema seats, seeing that on the big screen, and the memories. We've talked about memories. That's like that's what we've basically done tonight. Just talk about memories. Mm-hmm. They'll be telling them stories to their grandkids. Yeah, when they first saw it, and yeah. that's the important. That's why. Um, I was talking to my wife about this the other day, like, even though she's in Australia, texting about it. <laughs> um, cinema's dying. Let's be honest. With streaming coming out and more movies being made for streaming, like a lot of movies yeah. now are, are not the 90 minute thing. They're a lot longer and they feel longer because they're in mind because people want to watch them for streaming. Yeah. Or watch them in parts. And, Cinema's dying now. We can't allow it to happen. Yeah, because we would lose these memories and these moments. So that's why, like again, you hear on on the system like these local cinema changes going out and bust, and it makes us sad. Mm-hmm. But you, what you want to do is keep the independent ones where you can see these old movies like the Back to the Future's, the, the Lost Boys, yeah. Jaws, Halloween on the big screen to experience them to realise why seeing them on the big screen is so special. And I'll always cool. be a big advocate for that just because um I'm an old romantic. Like see I, I might be a oh. dickhead. I might treat I might have been an a, a, an arsehole when I was younger. But I am very much a thing like these type of things <laughs> even being as dramatic as this can save people's lives. That no, you don't realise.
2: I completely agree. Like going to the cinema is one of the my favorite things to do. You mm-hmm. can, when, like I said earlier, you're immersed in that moment, you can forget mm-hmm. about everything else that's going on. You like almost feel like you're in the movie. And yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be devastated if we didn't have cinemas anymore. Hundred
0: mm-hmm. percent. But uh, sorry to go all serious on you today.
1: No, I think I mean I'm, I think I might have brought the tone down a bit.
0: It's <laughs> not. It's not. It's it's, it's an important message. And it's important for people to discuss about it as well, though. That's a thing. Cause, I
1: was well, mm-hmm. I was expecting that experience. I was ex- how I felt after Wonder Woman. I was hoping that was gonna transcend into Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. If you if anyone knows me, Captain Marvel is one of my, if not my favorite, uh superheroes. And she was getting her own film. Like I was so excited for that. I was even that excited I got interviewed by the BBC. Um, <laughs> over how excited I was. on has been on the BBC
0: multiple times. Did you know? Quite a few times. The voice um, of
1: the BBC. One, of them, <laughs> one of them talking about, yeah, I can't remember half the stuff I said to him. You know, I was just listing shit off, like, look at my knowledge, I know everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, I, I was, I was so looking forward, to, like the hype building up to it and everything, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that, that rush again. I'm gonna get that feeling again, like I did after I watched Wonder Woman, and I didn't. And no. I was, I was. I enjoyed the film for what it was. Mm-hmm. I and I love the fact that we do have a Carol in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I didn't get that that overall
2: empower
1: mm-hmm. empowerment that I was so much like expecting because of how I felt after our first read High, Further, Faster by Kelly Sue DeConnick. I was I was expecting that level mm-hmm. of yes, fuck yes, and I didn't. I did not get that.
0: Well, you might get it one. Do you never know? That's the thing. You
1: never know. The marvels might change it around.
0: Certainly, but my like, there's a few experiences that always do stand out. Like, I, I, I'll be amiss if I didn't name it. It's not um, like when we talk about Endgame, a lot of people do talk about like, say, um, certain aspects to your left, or um, <laughs> like, say, a Tony and like, say, an Iron Iron Man or Tony Huggin' uh, Spidey, them are all great moments. But mm-hmm. the one for me is when you see that hammer lift off <gasps> the ground. The hinting and the fan service played back like all the way since Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, like, the, yeah. The little, the little hints. And we always knew Cap was going to be worthy. But to mm-hmm. see it and to see mm-hmm. how he fought with it as well, and when he broke down the fucking thunder... It was everything My and anything. <laughs> and seeing people in the cinema, I stood up and shouted. And again, it's them type of moments. It's that's the type of thing that this is. That's that's the reason why I do these type of do this podcast mm. is to to remember things like that because it was mesmerizing and to see like App's face and see Thor's face and seeing it. I just like seeing it. I, seeing he knew and it was probably the first time that Thanos thought I'm in the shit here <laughs> but that was just utter cinema magic from in my eyes
1: it absolutely, I, I, I totally agree but I just you know what I generally can't remember my reaction to that
3: mm-hmm.
1: I wish I could I wish I could remember it but there's so many other things that are just going through my mm-hmm. head I can't remember how I reacted that's such a shame
0: yes um Probably the only other bad reaction I've had is when we went to see The Joker and they start hinting that Joker was going to be Bruce Wayne's uh, brother, and I actually stood up in the cinema and you're fucking kidding us to the, point <laughs> were, to the point where Nick had to drag us down and sit down and tell us to shut up because I was going on a fucking rant saying this is just absolutely ridiculous and this is
3: bullshit. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's probably the angry moments there. But no, there's there's so many like big moments that I've enjoyed. Um, like I say I got the experience the Goonies on the Big Screen, which oh, again
3: cool.
0: um was everything. I have seen The Lost Boys on the Big Screen again, big eighties movies that um you you kind of like never forget and stuff like that. But seeing mm. Jaws on the big screen as well, oh. that like having the, the music around you and everything as well. But um I'm very much if I always said if I ever won the lottery or got enough money I would open my own cinema where I wouldn't be bothered about like say all the new releases but I would have like weekend matinees of like classic yeah. movies or do like an online vote and say which movie would you like to see this week no, out of these ones type thing because but, they'll
1: pick something like fucking
2: orgasmo
0: yeah that's and donna's ruined that right. for us as well now so
2: i'll get a big mansion and have my own like cinema and play it myself and just can't call
4: the problem you've got with that is you'll do a poll and then the vote will be counted and you'll go to watch whatever won and then it'll just be the goonies yeah, that'll be the ultimate twist in Pulse Cinema because it'll always be the Goonies. The
1: Goonies, <laughs> regardless of regardless of whatever voyage, how it goes, you sit down at that cinema and the Goonies comes the Goonies on. Stars.
0: But to be fair, though, I would do something special <laughs> for that. I would pay for like a a, a surviving cast member of the Goonies to be there for each Saturday, like a different one, like Sean Aston one week, Corey, Hel- Corey uh, <laughs> Hellman the next re- week and stuff like that. Um, Josh Brolin, if he's having an off date can come and sit with us and look grumpy while we're watching it and talk about the uh, How's it going playing cable in the new Deadpool movie? But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, that would be always be, uh, that's that's me living the dream type thing. If like I say, if Ned up North ever put us anywhere, if I could have you on cinema, like I say I would name That'd it be nerdy beast. up north and nerdy up north on a uh, cinema and that would be how yeah. I would retire. You <laughs> up north.
2: Have you ever had like a moment in the cinema experience or because of the movie where you've literally been uncontrollably laughing with tears? Like you still feel that way when you watch the movie now. The- it was American Pie. One. Oh really?
0: American Pie because it was a like I know we had the raunchy comedies of the eighties, but it was so different to what we've had. And um, just experiencing it, like I said, the big screen, like not because again, it didn't have, it come with any hype or anything that came about. Like it's as it starts off, you think hmm, this is a good soundtrack, but the jokes keep getting stupider and stupider, But I, like seeing American Pie for the like brand new for the first time was groundbreaking for me.
1: Yeah, I and mean, my most recent one to, that I can think of was Deadpool. Yeah, I laughed laugh from start to finish, and it just—it never died down. Like a literal mm. tears from the opening credits to the the final part with the end credit scene. I've never laughed so much like that I can remember, and I still to this day still laugh my ass off at that film.
2: My mm. dad fell asleep when we were watching that. He was—he's
1: really he's just told the story not long ago. We
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I think, laughs> our heads off, and he's sitting there snoring. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really loud. Well, were you? Well, well, you like don't know
0: what I, I, I know I know you laugh at pretty much anything. Bless you, though. Thanks.
2: <laughs> um, I, I should see us laughing. <laughs> I've got two very different movies here. Um, the first one is right, jackass the newest <laughs> Jagass and I know doesn't sit well with people, but seeing this in the cinema with my friends. I was in tears the whole fucking time. <laughs> the, um, but at the beginning, like, when are you ever going to see the Godzilla dick on the screen?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla, <laughs> <on the screen. laughs> Godzilla ejaculation dick, shall we say.
2: <laughs> but it's a bit where, um, why and the, uh, Oh, God! So i saw put a magum there. Where he goes <laughs> <you> go, <laughs> go into the room and he gets hit in the head with the pan. I just couldn't stop laughing. Like, I couldn't breathe for laughing. But I don't think I would have laughed that much if I was watching it in the house. It had oh, a yeah. different feeling. Watching I, it I, did. It <laughs> I like,
1: did. It almost felt I'm, like
0: a bit naughty it in the cinema as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed my ass off at that film. I really, I love the jackass films though, so they could put whatever out, and I'm still going to find it absolutely hilarious.
3: <laughs>
0: um,
1: the
2: other one, um, sorry. I'll, sorry, I'll quickly put this other one. The other one is Zootopia.
0: Zootopia, um, all right.
2: This, right, this was because of somebody in the audience. This was the whole reason I wanted to come on this because I wanted to tell you about this guy <laughs> in Zootopia. So. You know the sloth flash sloth more or more whatever it's called, right? You know when he's telling the joke and his face like slowly moves around like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Have you seen? Have you seen Zootopia? Oh yeah, it's been a while, but I've I've
0: watched it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's like absolutely packed cinema. and There's this guy with his kids in the back, and he is crying with laughing, like absolutely crying with laughing. It's the whole only thing you can hear echoing, and he's proper slapping his leg laughing, and then um, he calms down and everything. Every, the whole cinema is laughing at him, laughing. So he calms down and then he tells a joke again and, and he's just laughing again. And he did it again at the end credits because the sloth came back on and he's literally just crying with laughter and that is the main thing I remember. Every time I watch this movie, I think of that guy laughing at the <laughs>
3: oh, Bless it. To...
2: No, it's a good memory to
0: have. So the guy made it, not the movie. Uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, it was well, the guy, not the actual film.
0: What about you, <laughs> Goodwill? So I've got
4: two, one we've already talked about, which is Deadpool. Because mm-hmm. that was just f- from start to finish. Um, mm-hmm. That was just hilarious. The the music also made that as well. Yes. And when he's going on about Hugh Jackman, and he's like, for legal reasons, I can't, I can't say who but it with Pulverine. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the bit where he's getting dragged off, uh, and he's like, we're going to see Xavier Stuart or McAvoy. I get
1: confused with you. <laughs> it's his legs. It's the weird yeah. legs. <laughs> Yeah, the and, baby lights um, actually broke us, like to the point where I was doubled <laughs> over in pain with laughter. I still didn't <laughs> think it's fucking hilarious.
4: And um, the other one is A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, I fucking love that film. I fucking adore that film, and if it's ever on telly, I will drop everything and I will watch yeah. it. And I remember in the cinema that it was the first time I ever snorted laughing in a cinema. <laughs> Because there's a bit where he's, he's absolutely pissed as a fart and he goes to see his ex who's just him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I heard you fart once. And <laughs> it sounded like a little squirrel. And it went, foo <laughs> And a dart. I, I was, I, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I was crying, laughing. It was just <laughs> the,
3: and I just
4: all the way through that film, like the the hallucination with the sheep. He was like, oh mustache, oh must, and then you've got like uh, Bill, oh what's he, the political host, Bill, um, Bill oh, O'Reilly, Bill, Bill no, O'Reilly,
1: no. Bill O'Reilly. He's the he's the mean one. or do you think, Bill Maher?
4: Bill Maher. That was it, Bill mm. Martin. And he's like, he's he's doing the crowd. He's like, and now here's your thing. And he's like, hey. shit, crowd. And it just walks off. And it's like <laughs> those tiny little things. But when like <laughs> they just <laughs> make everything about the West shit. And yeah. it's just like and it's just like, see, they they have to have half spice so hot, it just it, you know, they can't taste anything because the silver poison and like a fart will kill him, and he just farts and just Falls into the the chair, and there's like tiny little things with like, show us a dollar bill. He's like, take your head off, boy. That's a dollar bill. <laughs> I love,
0: the, I love like, the back to the future joke in it as well. Yeah, like. I love that. And he's like, What you do you got here? Nothing.
4: What a weather experiment. <laughs> and I'm just, like, Oh, yes. And uh, yeah, and he was just all the way through, like, the first time seeing that. And he was just like, Yeah, the West was fucking awful, but just, like, everything was just trying to kill him. Like, even the people taking a photo and, like, yeah. they burst into flames and the photographer bursts into flames and a bull runs out. And it's just, like, every fucking year at the fair, every year at the fair, this happened. <laughs> oh, and I just... It was the one of the few movies where all the way through I've just... I've laughed. Yeah. And then the rest of the cinema has also laughed as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the way through. And it's, it was like being... It it was the same, it was a similar experience as like watching a stand up comedian.
1: Yeah, that's how I felt at Deadpool. Yeah,
4: and the energy, yeah, the energy is matched by everyone all the way through.
1: Absolutely, I love that. I love that film, it's so funny. (laughs) 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 Foufou, it's a a ticket. Take your head off, boy. That's a dollar (laughs) bill. Take your head off, boy. That's a (laughs) dollar (laughs) bill. You're gonna fucking tickle us now. I hate when no. films do that. to was the Muppets was a big one. When I saw the Muppets, is like there's, honestly, there's nothing. Don't like, mention the
0: Muppets. Don's gonna kill you. <laughs> there's
1: nothing like, but there's nothing like a belly laugh funny in that. But when he starts screaming hysterically down the street and he doesn't stop, I cannot stop laughing at it. He,
4: oh
1: god! Because it
4: was a Django reference, wasn't there? In in a million yeah. ways, right at the end, and it just it it taught me back to when I watched Django in the cinema when he's like. Uh, Oh, what was it that Christoph Waltz says? He's like, uh, look, look, look for look for something on his head. And he's like, I can't see it. I don't know what that is. What do you mean? And he's like, I don't know what the word means and something like that.
3: He's just like, <laughs> well, yeah,
4: because he wouldn't understand with you know with him yeah. being a slave and stuff like that. He's <laughs> like, look, left, what's left? I don't know what
0: the word left means or something like
4: that. <laughs> Sarah
1: just, Silverman yeah. was so good in that film mm-hmm. as well. But i not
0: oh, have sex yeah. with you. And
1: we're not married.
0: I'm just going to get some cum dripping off my ear. <laughs>
1: Empty that rotten nut on my face. Oh, hey, my love.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: when he, it's when he goes, and then she like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, you've
4: got a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: definitely.
1: So good.
0: But like, just to finish off as well, I, there's always something I've always thought they should do as well, and I think they're always missing a big trick when it comes to the movie cinema as well, because it's not just movies, but Donna kind of hit on it. Earlier with the the Doctor Who reference, I always think like see if there's a big season finale or an ending <gasps> or a big thing. They should always have like a, a, a cinema experience because you this fan of like imagine watching the Stranger Things final with everyone that loves Stranger Things. That oh, experiencing yeah. on the big screen would would make that. I think I think TV because it, 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 it's one of them things now where movies are, um, um, and TV are, are merging now. And it's going to streaming, but they could learn a little bit more. Where have the season? Like example, next week is the season finale of The Last of Us. Imagine having that season finale on the big screen with people who's invested and engrossed in the season yeah. with you. They did the friends didn't it? The friends finale. Mm. I watched
1: it. Yeah, they did. Um, I don't know because TV is quite personal to me. So, and I'll I have like a I have. If I'm engrossed in something, the likelihood is I'm engrossed in it with my husband, mm-hmm. and I would hate to share that experience with anyone else other than him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I'm not going to lie; I would have loved to have seen the final of Game of Thrones on the big screen. Yeah, because maybe I would have been able to see it. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Especially the the battle in the dark, shall we say? <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, but yeah, the but saying that though, um. Downton Abbey, which is one of my favourite televisions of all time, they did two films, which did feel like two long episodes, but watching it on the big screen was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an experience. Like, just seeing all the costumes and colours and locations, like, in bigger, mm-hmm. It was that was special.
0: So, because I know it probably went on a lot longer than I was expecting, I thought this was going really <laughs> yeah, no, to be a short one Yeah, I thought it was going
1: to be a short one.
0: Um is there you're any c- cinema experiences that you feel like you missed out on that you're a little that you didn't get to experience? All of the
2: eighties, yeah. <laughs> all of the eighties, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, all like, the eighties. Really talk about like Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, Lost Boys. Like, I would like if anything to see all of those
0: movies yeah. in the cinema. Mm-hmm. I know I saw Lost Boys not um, like when it first came out. It was I think it was like the 25th or the, like uh, like an anniversary one, like Goodwill Saw with Back to the Future type thing. They always do. Um, I think when lockdown finished, I'd like all the big films come back on the cinema um, just to try and get people to go back in the cinema with the no-being cinema releases. But um, seeing them for the first time would have been, like, see, amazing. But probably me would, not the original Star Wars, but Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh saying that yes. without saying it first.
1: Yeah, without thinking about it. about it
0: and going in not having anyone saying oh it's his dad. Um
1: I did ugh. get False Awakens room for us though. Mm-hmm. A day before I went to go and see it. Um I was putting posts up on Instagram like, Don't be a dick, don't don't be that person, don't fucking spoil it and someone sent us a someone put on me comments um because this is before I knew you could stop comments on Instagram and said hand eyes. Yeah. And I was like, you motherfucker. Didn't take anything away from it, but I was still <laughs> pissed. So I never, from now on, if I post anything about um, films that I'm about to see, I always stop the comments. I don't want to know. Don't be a dick. Don't be that person.
0: Don't be that thing. And that's why Nerdy Up North has a no spoiler po- policy.
1: Yes. For one Ned. month only. One month only. <laughs> we will not be that person for one month. <laughs>
0: yes. But yeah, that like I said, there's a, there's probably loads of different things that you would love to have seen or yeah. go back to or rewatch. Like if you had a like a device just to wipe it off and say, I've never seen this movie and watch again. Like an almost a, like eternal sunshine thing where you can take yes. that aspect, aspect away. But yes,
1: I, I would love for certain films and T V series to be eradicated from my brain and mm-hmm. so I can so I can re experience it all over again.
0: So before Sammy falls asleep... I'm uh... so sorry, I've been <laughs> yawning
1: for the past five minutes, I'm so sorry. Um, so has anyone
0: got anything they want to add, or anything that we've missed off?
2: Um, I've got one thing I want to add, and that's just to say that I'm glad I'm here for more anime movies being shown. and Because mm-hmm. there's so many things I want to see, like Your Name and My hurt Dear Me and stuff. And movies I never thought would actually be shown yeah. in the cinema.
0: Yeah, oh no! Because I, I didn't have like the One Punch movie. I like, was it? Like, yeah, there's only like less... One Piece. One,
1: one Piece. Sort of one Piece. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Been yeah, quite that, a lot that
0: should movies. show my anime knowledge there. Uh, sorry, I'm really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, I, only, I only know because it's one of Anne's favorites. So see how One Punch I socks on. Ah.
0: <laughs> but um, it's good that you're wearing socks, though, Donna. So well done. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing is, I wouldn't mind like if. If they did start showing like I know it's on Netflix, but if they start showing any of the Studio Ghibli uh, movies ah! again,
1: <laughs> ah, 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 ah. nice one, Chucky. So Google's so
0: basic clip on that now. Uh,
1: if anyone was, if anyone's listening, John has just had a good grow up.
0: <laughs> But yes, um, I did a, That's the only fans portion of it. But yeah, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if he's. Um, like, say, if they did do the Studio Ghibli films on the big screen, so I wouldn't mind going to see it just to see, because I've not experienced them movies, so it'd be quite interesting to see.
1: Ah, oh, I couldn't think of not worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, <wasn't>, like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Studio Ghibli at all.
0: Donna's gonna punch her in the face at SunnyCon. so Don't so, worry, don't don't worry, worry. Don't, don't worry. Sam Sammy won't be with us at SunnyCon Don't worry. We'll keep her out of the <laughs>
1: building. Uh just uh, it's just not it's it's something that I've tried. I really have, I've tried. My what tried... Did you try?
2: What movie did you try? Um Is it Howl's moving castle? Try oh. I I mentioned it before, but I know you're like Kiki's delivery Service. Give it a go.
1: <laughs> I still haven't. But for you i will <laughs> just for uh, you
0: donna for you just because you, you've got the cooties out <laughs>
1: just you, all you It's always you
0: so, yes so um thank you guys <laughs> thank, you for putting, da- thank you for putting
1: up with me diane <laughs>
0: <laughs> lee's asking if donna's dad's still in the chat after that so.
2: <laughs> i don't think so but he's heard us yeah, so much worse <laughs>
0: true but yes. Uh, so thank you guys for sticking with us. And uh, thank you, Sammy. Like, I know you weren't feeling well, bless you. And thank you for Goodwill for filming as well. I know we did have a guest on, but she wasn't feeling very well, bless her. So hopefully we will get her on in, again in the future. So going forward, we again, we have got a full week uh, planned for you. We've yes. got, as I said, we're going to do the Last of Us review on Tuesday with the season finale. So we want to get that out fresh. We'll try and get a few people involved just to talk about it and see how it feels. Um, I know I've got opinions on it, so that's going to be interesting. Um, on the I mean, Friday, if
1: you didn't, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> on it's not going to like I say. I'm not going to be discussing about it, so I will be constructive as well. Um, on Friday, we are planning another trekking with uh, Goodwill and Admiral uh, Graham. We are going to try and do that live again and honest if I'm bored, I might just stick myself on and just go ooh that sounds good He and Goodwill would go Paul this is my show um,
1: i as the captain of this ship
0: <laughs> uh, as, look at me I am the captain now uh, as, as, <laughs> he, as, he, as he steals more um, of Sammy saying shall we say uh, you haven't said it for
4: a few one weeks episode, after, the, after the first yeah, one episode that's all I said it
0: <laughs> oh bless you Adam. and
4: that's only because I wanted to say
0: it yes
1: Goodwill
3: Good will you
0: be twitching next week? I know with this taking over your Tuesday, Lee's getting upset again, so I do apologize. Uh, um,
4: maybe on Thursday, I don't know yet because I've got a very busy week with work as well. So I'm going to see if I'm mentally capable of. Don't doing. burn
0: yourself out, <laughs> that's the thing. So we want Goodwill to be on firing odd cylinders and have unicorns firing out of his head. Um, Oh, the... no, not just unicorns, Paul. Not just unicorns. Oh, he's got his fucking Cheeto hat. The Cheeto hat.
4: <laughs> fucking <Wow>. horrible. <laughs> hey, this gets me free crisps. Cheetos.
0: <laughs> and wow. Sunday, we are doing Goodwill is back. It's turn of the Goodwill. Uh, we're doing top five American sitcoms. And we do have a new guest as well. She's been talking quite chirping away in the chat tonight. So Sarah... Sarah of Peach Fame is going to be joining us, making a podcast debut as well. So no pressure there, Sarah. Um, and start, you're joining with the top five as well. <laughs> and I will not be hungover for this one, so yes. yay. Um, but yes, and Donna, have you got anything you want to promote?
2: Um, oh, you know what? I don't know the answer should be silly, called, but I do actually need to say something else since we're talking about movies. I'm in a movie that's coming out on the 28th of April, called. The unlikely pilgrimage of Harold Fry and i do some fabulous flag dancing. So yes. please go see it. Please go see it.
0: <laughs> yes, we should organise a nerdy day out to go and see it, so we'll all see it together and just enjoy and get autographs by the famous Donner. Um, I do if have you a huge
2: anime convention <laughs> coming up in June, at the end of June.
0: <laughs> yes, and you and Tukki are going to be guests, not just guests on the podcast, you are going to be the star, star darling of the the sunny Con podcast and tell us all about it and sell as much as you can as well so and so yes we are going to make a star out of you donna uh,
1: how
0: many and, times could you say a star just trying to make a lap and make a jiggle a bit it's all you star good.
1: darling
0: <laughs> But yes um and what, what was tuggy saying
2: he wants to know when the podcast is. <laughs>
0: well you just <was> telling me?
1: <laughs> Have you watched the
0: right? hard-hitting questions about, about Hard <laughs> <hitting>. How <laughs> fun, Hard how fun was it? <laughs> but yes, no. Um, like I say, we'll, we'll sort that out uh, a little bit, um, like I say, when yous are free or when you want to do it. But yes, SunnyCon is coming up. It's coming uh, in June and we will be in it. We all will be in it. Doing fun stuff, and apparently Donna is going to get dressed up as a Pikachu. I've heard rumors.
3: Oh,
0: (laughs) I've made these rumors up now. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, um, so I have nothing else to plug there other than TikTok, Patreon. uh, did it,
1: yeah, we did it all kinda of at the beginning. Um Patreon, you can for two pounds a month you can get additional content that's available to Patreon. We're mm-hmm. on social media's Instagram and TikTok. Our Facebook community page is ever growing. Um and we play video games on Twitch. Oh.
0: And and the Deviants will be out at nighttime as well, with Goodwill and Donna doing after hours nerds after dark.
1: Nerds after <laughs> dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and oh my.
0: And Goodwill's Twitter. because he's obsessed with Twitter now.
1: Yes, go and join Goodwill at Twitter. Please,
4: please come and join me on Twitter and watch me ramble constantly about Star Trek because I Just remember know. though,
0: Goodwill has great power on, has on Twitter. He has great power on Twitter. He did shut down Hermes with his own might. So yes. that did happen. That's where
2: his nudes <laughs> are.
0: Yes. That's where the nudes are, definitely. Goodwill <laughs> nudes.
4: Are they lying? Are they not? Yeah, Follow me to on
1: Twitter
4: find and find out.
0: out. And on that note, same <laughs> bad time, same bad channel.
1: Dirty, everyone. Bye. 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 bye.